Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. The JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Real talk for real Mississippians. Now, here's your host, JT. JT. Mississippi and welcome to the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, kicking off your week, Monday, February the 8th. Gerard Gibbard in the chair along with my good friend Rhino. Morning, Rhino. Howdy, howdy. Spinning the tunes, keeping us straight. It is the day after the Super Bowl. You watch it? Uh, for the most part, uh, I was in and out for bits and pieces. I apparently missed the Scientology commercial. <laughs> Scientology commercial. Okay, which one are you ascribing that definition to? Well, no, the Church of Scientology oh, for oh. five years running has bought an ad during the Super Bowl. Okay. I, okay. I, I didn't see, see it, so yeah, I guess I, I missed it. I didn't see it either, but I do recall from prior years the church making an investment. So, at first it was weird that you got Tampa Bay, first time ever, right, playing in their the Super Bowl in their home stadium. And I remember when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers became a franchise. It was 1976. They were terrible, as usually is the case with expansion teams. They were 0-14. Two and twelve in seventy seven and five and eleven in seventy eight. Then they got really good in seventy nine. They were ten and six. But so uh, they've come a long way. They've won one other Super Bowl. Uh, when was that? Two thousand three, four. Is that when Gruden two, was coaching? Two thousand two. The great John Gruden, I think. Yeah. But uh, you're too young to remember. But the original coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers was one of the most colorful in NFL history, the great John McKay. Passed away several years ago, but he was he was known for wearing the floppy hat, you know, just uh-huh. the, the round kind of hat with the little floppy brim on it. With had an because they were orange, you remember? They were like Florida orange, really ugly colors in my view. I didn't care for them, but he had, it had that orange sort of band ribbon between the brim and the main part of the hat. But he was really known for his his quips. Quick with the quips, as they say. So here's a couple of them. <laughs> and I remember these when uh, I looked it up over the weekend because I, I started thinking about the history of the franchise and how far they've obviously come. And so he got asked after a game <laughs> when they were terrible at first there. He said, what do you think about <laughs> the Bucks' execution on the field? He said, I think it's a good idea. <laughs> Uh, 
<laughs> he says, every time I look up, it seems we're punting. <laughs> Everyone is unhappy at times, even my wife. Only she doesn't get interviewed about it. <laughs> oh, man. He, uh, he was asked one time if coaching an expansion team is a religious experience. He said, you do a lot of praying, but most of the time the answer is no. <laughs> He said, on the orange uniforms, he didn't care for them either. He said, the orange uniforms were already picked out by the time I got there. I didn't give it too much thought until I saw our buses, and I said, my God, we're dressed just like the bus. (laughs) Quite the colorful figure. Another one, and we'll wrap this up. We didn't tackle well today, but we made up for it by not blocking. He was awesome. We need more of those kind of guys coaching in the uh, – it's become too serious. they got all these charts. It's, it's become so orchestrated and scientific. What happened to the days when the, when the quarterback would call the plays? They had about 10, <laughs> and they'd call the plays kind of like the old Sandlot days. You, draw, you go over here, you go over there. <laughs> I'll look at you, throw it to you. It's so dang complicated now. Uh, truly is, and if, if you saw any of the pregame shows, one in particular that uh, intrigued me was the old Oakland Raiders, Coach Tom Flores, who will be inducted into the Hall of Fame, as a matter of fact, much deserved. What a great disposition and demeanor he had. He he just kind of showed up, never changed his, uh, uh, his, his attitude or... His emotions, he was just stoical straight down the line. I think that's, a, to some extent, a, a good reason for his success. But it uh, it featured Marcus Allen. And I think he set at one time, it may still stand, the record for rushing in a Super Bowl. Just incredible. Now, think about how the games change now. I mean, rushing's just kind of fitted in as a way to set up the next uh, passing attack, frankly. And that's fine. That's just the way it's evolved. But just watching him, man, was incredible. He was just such a, I don't know, such a classy player in my view that really didn't make a lot of himself and and just played the game. But nonetheless. And then you got, okay, so this guy, I hope I say his name right, Tyran Mathau? Is that how you say his name? The player? Oh, Tyron Matthew? Matthew, okay. I wasn't sure. I apologize. It's the I Honey Badger. He played at LSU the honey a couple badger. years back. Okay, yeah, 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 of course. So, it, you know, he and he and Brady got into a little scuffle, verbal scuffle, it appears. Yeah, they always say don't be the one to retaliate, but you could have thrown flags on both of them for the one he got. Seemed like it. And so... uh he tweeted, and then he a rather cryptic tweet. Kind of hard to tell what he was saying, and then it was deleted. It was removed. He was trying to not break any rules in his contract, probably. That's probably right. Probably has a moral turpitude <laughs> clause in his contract. And even with the cryptic tweet, somebody still said, hey, man, you're, you're going to get in trouble. Yeah, because you, you went after the GOAT. You can't do that. 
And he called me something I won't repeat, but yeah, I'll let all the media throw me under the bus is if I did something or said something to him, Matthew said. That's weird. That was, was jawing back and forth on both sides the whole time, it seemed like. Yeah. I don't know what was going on. I'm, I'm not sure. but that So I would argue that's cryptic. Well, I mean, the, uh, the Chiefs were probably a little upset, especially in the first half, with what felt like home cooking. Sure seemed like it, didn't it? And Packers fans were livid, going, well, if they'd called that two weeks ago, we'd be here. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. Well, the Saints a couple years ago. Who could forget that? That'll go down in infamy. That was weird. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, so what What do you think about the commercials? Uh, I was honestly bored by the vast majority of them. Well, the Bud Light all-star commercial, the, the highlight of that was the two seconds of the Bud Bowl that they just walked by. <laughs> Knocking the Bud Knight off a bridge was a very anticlimactic. Uh, Toyota's unintentional pro-life ad was interesting. That that was one where it's a car company, and yeah, they put their banner up in one of the shots, and at the very end, they get a patriotic plug. But the rest of the commercial was spent shining a spotlight on a pretty cool story of an 11-time gold medal winning Paralympic. Paralympic, yeah. Uh, I agree. I thought that one kind of stole the show, it, it, and you're right. It really didn't do anything, I didn't think, to promote Toyota or to persuade people to buy that's, Toyota. That's the Super Bowl ad formula. It is. You, you spend the money so that your name is out there, but the, the memorable Super Bowl ads don't really do a whole lot of selling. They do a lot of telling. They tell great stories, but they don't sell you on a whole lot. Like the the other memorable one from last night was John Cena with his hair, which is He's had that for years, and it still takes getting used to. Yeah, drinking the new pink watermelon Mountain Dew. The only interesting part of that was if you paused it and counted all of them, you had a chance at a million bucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, you're right. The idea is to get people like we are to talk about it, and of course, we refer to it as the Toyota ad. Therefore, mission accomplished. Right. So it was brilliant on their part, but it was a great story. And there's an article that I found in People, of all places, which usually is is pretty good in in that it does explore, I guess, the uh, kind of the underneath the hood story related to interesting people. And certainly this Paralympian is one. It's really cool. We'll take a break here. And when we come back, we got uh, Mandy Gunasakara. She's the former EPA Chief of Staff under Donald Trump. She'll join us in the studio. Stay tuned on the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi.
I'm Phil Bryant, former governor of Mississippi. I want to share how Mercy House Adult and Teen Challenge is beating dependency and addiction with real results. Families are being restored and relationships healed. Donate a vehicle today in any condition, running or not. Old paperwork is handled and vehicles are picked up and taken away. Donations are tax deductible and 100% of the money stays right here in Mississippi. Call today at 601-572-7296. Thank you. I got my son back. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bath Gallo here for AC Experts, where William Overstreet's my go-to guy. Has been for a long time. Family-owned, not a franchise. 28 years experience from maintenance to installation, new heating, geothermal systems, and repairs come with a full-year warranty. You mention my name, you'll take $50 off servicing. William Overstreet's the AC Experts, 769-237-COOL. Or email directly, theacexperts at yahoo.com. And on Facebook at AC Experts. Or tweet or text me personally, I'll be glad to send you the contact. The AC Experts. Highly recommended. With springtime right around the corner, it's time to start thinking about your lawn equipment needs. This is your local outdoor power equipment specialist, Cameron Hartley, here to tell you all about the great wintertime specials we have going on right now at Hartley Equipment. Homeowners, from now until the end of February, bring in your XMART mower and receive 10% off on seasonal tune-up services. For this special, we're also offering free pickup and delivery within 10 miles of the store on all XMART mowers. If you're ready to trade in your old Mark for a brand new one, then Hartley Equipment will offer you top dollar on your trade-in. Right now, we have financing options with 0% interest and no money down. Get a new Mark Zero Turn for as little as $79 a month. With the purchase of any new Mark Zero Turn, we're going to give you a free first service and a $100 prepaid Visa gift card. Come by Hartley Equipment in Gluckstadt and see for yourself why we're the number one Mark dealer in Mississippi. And as always... Shop smartly, shop smartly. Shop smartly. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. I'm sure by now you're aware of the shortage of ammunition that shooters and hunters are experiencing nationwide. Right now we have a good supply of popular calibers like 9mm pistol and 223 rifle, as well as others that we're offering at fair market prices. We do limit the amount you can buy each day. At the range, we'd rather everybody have some than a few buy it all. I hope you'll come visit us soon and check out all the many things we have to offer at the range. A totally new and different type of gun store. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Do you have an opinion on something you heard from JT or Rhino? Go ahead, grab your phone and text it to them. You can text at 601-879-4395. 601-879-4395. The JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi.
everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, Monday, February the 8th, the day after the Super Bowl. We were just talking about the ads, and yeah, the Toyota ad was, was it a two-minute ad? It seemed long, huh? Uh, I think there is a two-minute version somewhere, but if I'm not mistaken, that was a one-minute ad. Okay. Well, it was uh, The it Springsteen was cool. ad for Jeep was a, a two-minuter. To the middle. And it felt like it was about 30 minutes. Yeah. That one seemed to crawl. Well, it sure did. And that was, you said that was two minutes? Or yeah, that was a two-minute ad. Had to be. I got to tell you, first, I didn't even recognize him. I didn't know that was Bruce. And then... I guess as the camera sort of zoomed in a little closer, you could tell it was the boss himself. That was a decent ad. wasn't exactly sure what the message was at first, and then it kind of started to percolate and make sense. But the Paralympian in this People article has got a great uh, photo of her, frankly. And uh, she's a lovely young lady. And this photo shows her essentially standing on the floor, a floor, not sure if it's her home or what have you. And and she's, uh, you can see that her legs are obviously amputated at the knees, and she's got her little attachments that, that have got the remainder of her legs and her feet. It's interesting, though. It's a good story, how she was adopted and I, th- I just thought that was a great thing for Toyota to do. So in the studio with us now, Mandy Gunasakara, former EPA chief of staff under the Donald Trump administration. Morning and welcome, Mandy. Good morning. Thanks for having me. You bet. Thanks for coming in today. So uh, you're back from Washington, I assume, and yes. back in Mississippi now? Or? Yeah, well, I'm in between, kind of split my time. Um, we're actually in Jackson today, and I say we because my husband's with me. Yeah. Um, and we are flying back up to D.C. We're in Decatur, um, and that's where our home is right now. And we're setting up a new business and um, trying to figure out how do we spend more time in Mississippi and less time in D.C., <laughs> um, but still create some degree of value yeah, <laughs> and, and, uh, and help folks uh, – you know, get through this this new regulatory space that we're going to be looking at coming down the pike. Well, speaking of EPA mm-hmm. and environmental regulation in general, the Biden administration has wasted no time. That's right. Uh, seizing on the power of the federal government to regulate in that regard, starting off with the cancellation of the XL pipeline and putting some 11,000 workers just directly working on the pipeline out of work to start with. Yeah, that I can't think of a worse idea in the middle of a pandemic. Um, these are people who had jobs. We aren't talking about prospective jobs. People. Union jobs, union, of course. Union jobs, union jobs, good jobs all along the development and construction of that pipeline um, at very good wages. And um, I've got a lot of good friends that live out in the western parts of the country. I'm a good friend in New Mexico, and she's in the energy business. And I was talking to her about not only the cancellation of the Keystone XL, but a lot of the limitations of drilling on federal lands, leasing on oil and gas lands. And um, she's looking at it impacting 60% of her business. And that's just one example of what this Mm. president did on day one in the middle of a pandemic is take businesses that were growing and constricted that growth and taken people who had jobs and did away with them solely for a political purpose, solely for a political purpose. 
So I, I personally believe that we are trending eventually uh, towards uh, an economy that utilizes less fossil fuel and more renewable energy. But when I say trending, I mean over several years. But this was just an abrupt. We're just stopping this, changing this, cutting it off right now. I just don't see the benefit of that. I don't see anything good coming out of that. Well, there's certainly the economic consequences, but there there are environmental consequences as well. Um, if you're going to move traditional energy resources, the most efficient and safest way to do it is through a pipeline. Sure. Um, and especially pipeline built today. Think of all the technology that exists today that even 10 years ago didn't necessarily exist when you have sensors and the Internet of Things that have been integrated into these very complex infrastructure systems. So we had that state-of-the-art opportunity that's now been taken away um, and there's a lot of there's a lot of consequences that are going to be felt not just the econ- economic kind but the environmental as well and what kills me is that we're we're out to try to improve the the quality of our environment and preserve it for future generations but it almost seems like we're doing it unilaterally here in the United States we're not getting in any cooperation from the worst offenders on the planet. I I read the other day where I think China, in the last couple of years, has built five gigantic coal-fueled power plants. Yeah. And so while they're doing that, we're eliminating the use of coal, for the most part, uh, in our generation of power. So how do we get those guys to get on board? Why why does it always Americans have to pay the price for this? Well, that's a really good question. And, you know, what we tend to do quite well is innovate and create competitive innovation. And that's really what gets other countries to sign up and use what we're doing. The thing about China is they're building coal plants. They don't use basic pollution control technology that coal plants and certainly natural gas fired plants and and others have been using for decades. So they're building yesterday's technology at at seriously fast rates, and it's creating all sorts of pollution issues for their local citizens, as well as a lot of that pollution floats. It's called transnational. um, It floats across the globe, essentially. Um, And it ends up in California's West Coast, and then it can trickle through the rest of the United States Mm -hmm. as well. So, um, you know, if we continue to innovate and create the technology of of the future in the energy space, which we have, and we saw robust growth in that over the past four years, largely by getting government out of the way. You were you you said something um, that really hits the mark a second ago. What this administration is doing is trying to unilaterally control markets um, from the federal level down. That's not the path to success. The path to success lies with the individual business owners and innovators that yeah. really come up with the solutions that benefit companies here in the United States, but then can be adopted internationally so even places like China can catch up to where we were 20 years ago. Incredible. And, it, and it's obviously not just uh, environmental matters and, and management of uh, those aspects of our economic activity. It pervades all aspects of our economy. It's, it's arrogant, frankly. And it's amazing to me that Joe Biden and the Democrats have the temerity to believe that they can effectively manage an $18 trillion economy, better so than can the market. And that's essentially what's going on, whether it's minimum wage or EPA regulations or health care. I mean, it, it spans the gamut, and it's, it's a, a recipe for failure, in my view. 
Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. And, you know, the, the, one of the most important lessons I learned, um, first working on Capitol Hill and then in the House and the Senate and in the administration is recognizing I'm not the smartest person in the room and I don't have all the solutions, but I know who to call to figure that sure. out. And that's actually how our entire system was created. It's not the federal government telling the states what to do. The, the true expertise and the true solutions lie at the state and the local level. So it's willing to, it's being willing to reach out to them, to having that humility and say, you know, I don't have the best answer, but let me reach out to the states, the one who are on the front lines dealing with all manner of issues and talk to them and figure out what's the best solution that that we can get to. And whether you're talking about energy or the environment or labor issues or even the tax structure, it's the people at the local level that really know what's the best approach to those. And and we just need a, a federal government willing to listen and we can get to we can get to that better future that they keep talking about. And, and my concern is that, as the, as the federal government, certainly under the Biden administration, seeks to expand its footprint and insert its claws into every aspect of economic activity and, frankly, American life, that, again, we haven't really felt the, the adverse aspects of that policy. But I think it's coming. Yeah. And and that's what concerns me. And, and the biggest I think concern I have is that that further diminishes what you were talking about, Mandy, which is that the states are supposed to be uh, the laboratories mm-hmm. uh, for uh, policy, et cetera. And those are supposed to be adopted if it makes sense to do so at the federal level. But in fact, what we're getting is the opposite. What we're getting is the federal government is essentially imposing their will on the states, further diminishing Really, any any control or, or say, uh, I think is a better way to describe it, that the people have at the state and local level. Yeah, absolutely. And um, it should be that way because the, the power of our system lies with every individual vote and every individual person. And so those should be the people making the decisions that have the most tangible impact, whether it's economic um, or moving things forward from an environmental progress perspective as well. But you also brought up another good point. You know, we've heard a lot about executive orders, but we've not yet felt the full impact of what's We're a little late. Can you hang with us? She certainly can. We got Mandy coming back for another segment. Stay with us. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes, get your purse, sweetie. A year into my retirement, I started getting short of breath, so I went to St. Dominic's. It turns out that my heart needed some major repair. Thanks to the amazing care that I got at St. Dominic's, I survived double bypass surgery. God was working through the doctors and nurses, and now my heart is working the way it should. I have finished my physical therapy at St. Dominic's, and I am now back to enjoying my retirement again. St. Dominic's. Skilled hands. Compassionate hearts. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Rogers Dab Service Parts and Quick Lube are open Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. till 6 p.m. and Saturdays from 7 a.m. till 3 p.m. Crossgates Brandon or RogersDabs.com. 
Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you could tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size, and installed. Picture frame glass, table and desktops, insulation glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts and doors, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at www.venableglass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Department of Health is reporting 635 new cases of COVID-19. The latest report brings the state's total to over 282,000, and with the confirmation of just one additional death, 6,270 Mississippians have now passed away from the virus. Overall hospitalizations have dropped below 800, and vaccinations have surpassed 327,000. And big corporations would have an easier time paying a $15 minimum wage than mom-and-pop businesses. You want to have a mass extinction event of restaurants in, in this part of the world, a $15 an hour minimum wage uh, labor would, would, would wipe independently owned restaurants out. Robert St. John owns several restaurants in Mississippi and has 300 employees. He believes the minimum wage should be set by each state. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Join us every weekday for the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. The all-new 2021 Ford F-150 is here with available interior work surface for putting in work. Standard sync Ford technology plus a huge 12-inch touchscreen and pro-power onboard outlets for all kinds of jobs. Not only is the all-new 2021 Ford F-150 tough, it's smart. Built Ford proud. Built Ford tough. See a Ford dealer near you for details. And don't miss the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. This is Jake Mangum. Some call me the mayor. No player wins any game by themselves. It takes a team. So if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates, you need to go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau, just like I did. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. 
A new voice is here on Super Talk Mississippi. Dan Bongino. He's a former Secret Service agent, police officer, best-selling author, and host of the fastest-growing conservative talk show in America, The Dan Bongino Show. Each weeknight, starting at 11, Dan Bongino tackles the hottest political issues, debunking the rhetoric, and giving you the hard-hitting truth. The Dan Bongino Show. Weeknights at 11. The Dan Bongino Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Ian Rhino, the JT Show. What is wrong with you people? Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show. Super Talk Mississippi. I can uh, I can discern those lyrics about as well as I could the halftime show last night. <laughs> his mic volume was a little off, and on top of that, yeah, he seemed to have mumbled his way throughout half of it. And the acoustics in the stadium are not a, not a good place for that sort of stuff. But it's a free concert. Yeah, that's right. Free concert. It wasn't Prince in the rain, I'll put it that way. No, nothing will ever compare to that. Ever. Unbelievable. All right, so, uh, Mandy, we were we were talking about what an abrupt change it is from the prior administration. In, such, in three weeks, right, a period of time, uh, it, things have just turned upside down, 40-plus executive orders. What are you hearing that is occurring at the EPA, that being your background and your mm-hmm. particular area of expertise? How does that look different with under a Biden administration than it did a Trump administration? Well, they're they're just getting started, um, so it will be some time. Uh, but what they've got what they've got through the executive orders is basically the expectations of the White House and the President. And so now all those expectations laid out in the executive orders are going to find their way to the relative agencies. And at EPA, they've really been focusing on building up their staff. Um, they've staffed out. I'll, I'll I'll admit good work when I see it. They've staffed out pretty fast and pretty successfully, uh, much faster than we did. But yeah. what they're doing is um, they're they're about to start instituting a different philosophy when it comes to a regulatory approach. What we did is we proved that um, you can cut cost and cut regulations and maintain environmental progress, um, record-breaking environmental progress, which is what we did across the board, however you measure from air, land, um, and, and clean water. And what they will do is they will take a different approach. It's going to be very top-down, um, where the federal government not only sets standards, but sets to the states how you're supposed to achieve those standards. Mm. Um, and they're probably going to apply a lot more onerous regulatory requirements through the permitting mechanisms that we have. A lot of those are under the Clean Air Act and the Clean Air Clean Water Act. Um, and they're, they're also going to add a lot of regulatory cost. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what it ultimately looks like, but they've been pretty open in talking about what they wanted to do when um, the folks that they've hired that they now have at EPA. And so we'll see that come together from the executive orders at the White House and then the regulatory action that's about to start turning out at EPA. Well, it, it just seems like that we need balance. Mm-hmm. I mean, when, when you first, I guess, addressed the, the question, that's that's what I heard. And, you know, if you think about that, that can be applied across 
a myriad of issues. The, the whole COVID thing is a matter of finding the right balance. Mm-hmm. And we just, in, with, when it comes to the environment, that always seems to be lacking. It's just always in the in the direction of no, we got to stop this, stop that, cut this out, cut that out, and the government's got to hand down all these onerous regulations that, in effect, do little, frankly, I think, to move the ball from an environmental perspective, but have very deleterious economic consequences. Can't we just find some balance in there? <laughs> and, and why why is that off the table? Well, it it shouldn't be. Um, unfortunately, this all gets politicized yeah. um, in in a very negative way. But you know, it's about having balance, and it's about setting tangible, realistic goals. Another thing you've seen instantly different is um, this administration from day one talked about um, you know goals that by all intents and purposes, are un- unachievable. Um, and I hate to say that. I am a natural optimist. This whole country is built off of optimism. But if you're setting unachievable goals um, that come with massive economic um, impacts, then you're setting yourself up for failure. And what you should be doing is rolling up your sleeves, figuring out, okay, what are the technological capabilities today across our energy system? What are the costs that the market can actually bear? And then what is the tangible achievement that we want to grasp is that reduce greenhouse gases is that net zero um, by by some point yeah. in the future but doing it in a realistic manner instead of just trying to to set unattainable goals that causes a lot more problems um, in the long run yeah so I, I guess it's it's another situation where these policies seem to always most adversely impact those who supported the people making the policies. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that gets overlooked. If you think about, for example, this move to increase the minimum wage and institute a $15 nationwide minimum wage, okay, so those that might receive a raise as a result of that aren't taking into account the the fact that the cost of energy could, as Barack Obama said, necessarily skyrocket mm-hmm. And so any increase you receive in your income or improvement thereof in your economic situation from getting a raise is immediately offset by the cost of living, which includes energy, and everything's got energy embedded into it, an energy cost component, whether it's apples at the grocery store, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Or you're filling up your car at the the gas pump. That never seems to get discussed. Well, you know, it's... It's not picked up in the mainstream media discussion, yeah. for sure, you know, yeah. and it's it's I've been a part of a couple of different groups that one of them um, I previously worked with was called the Life Powered Project. And the whole point was um, that the catchphrase phrase was to raise America's energy IQ, but exactly trying to connect that very point that um, your electricity prices, when they go up, you know, the the bottom half of wage earners in this country, they spend over a third of their take home energy income on energy costs and any fluctuation in that is huge and and that starts eating into other necessary budgets such as what you spend to get medicine um, what you spend to get food and um, it has a lot of of really bad 
problems if it's not appropriately balanced and measured. And so folks need to understand what they're signing up for. Yeah, it sounds great. Um, it sounds great to um, have, a, have a totally renewable energy infrastructure and no emissions, which that's a bit of a misnomer as well. But nonetheless, the cost affiliated with that come back down. It's regressive in nature, and it harms those that can least afford it the absolute most. Absolutely. And that precisely well articulated to the point there. So what do you think about the current state of the Republican Party and what perhaps needs to be done to to get it back, uh, get that White House back again, frankly, in four years. Well, I'm, I'm actually very excited about the future of the Republican Party. And um, I would say that the media tends to focus on disagreement, yeah. um, as with of anything, of course. You yeah. know, they, they want to make us look bad. And um, they will uh, hyperbolize the degree of the division. But if you look in the House of Representatives, we didn't lose a single seat. And we had massive gains. Now, we didn't have enough to take over the majority, but we had massive gain, gains. And we have one of the most diverse coalitions. Um, anyway, any any way that you define diversity, whether it's by skin color or thought or background or where you were raised in rural gender. or urban or gender, any of that, we, we cover we cover it. And um, it's a very energized group of Republicans, um, the freshman class. I've been listening to a lot of the virtual meet the meet the new class type endeavors that you can um, listen in on. Mm-hmm. And I've been listening to them and their discussions, and they're all very motivated um, because they come from they've either run businesses or been yep. in the military yep. or uh, dairy farms or or other uh, you know tangible experience. They're bringing that to Congress. Um, they're not your long term politicians, and so they they are very clear about who they represent, who they are, and they're very excited to be a part of a Republican conservative class to take that thought and move it forward to win back the House, win back the Senate, win back the White House, and to get this country back on a path of balance. Yeah, it seems like there's a lot of projection going on from the perspective of the media and the Democrat Party uh, to to try to. Uh, advance this narrative that the Republican Party is deeply fractured and there are multiple factions and really don't have a vision or a plan. And, and I tend to agree with you. What we see, certainly from the freshman class in the House, are people that come from all walks of life and are really more closely aligned with the common working class mm-hmm. American that just wants to work and and produce for their families and, and, and sort of move up the economic ladder and just the government stay the hell out of their way. That's what they're looking for. <laughs> and we're certainly not getting that out of the Democrat Party who says, no, we've got to absolutely manage every, every smidgen of your life. Uh, so there, there's clearly a stark contrast going on there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and I think for the Republican Party, you know, I don't. I want to say there's not any issues. It's like with any family, um, you know, you're going to have to have. Pro- there, there will be problems that you have to find a way to overcome. Sure. Um, but but. I feel very good about the future of the Republican Party. I also feel very good in the ability to um, highlight the differences and what that actually means. Yeah. we got to do a better job of selling the virtues of freedom and free markets mm-hmm. and limited government. We've really got to hammer that home because the other narrative seems to be pushing well, especially because they're capitalizing on this pandemic situation. Yeah, so. absolutely. Mandy, it's been great to have you in the studio. Mandy Gunasakara, the former EPA chief of staff under the Donald Trump administration. Stay safe. God bless, Mandy. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. We'll be back on the JT Show. Stay with us. Oh,
From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bathfitter.com. Hi, I'm Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. Did you know that we aren't your regular moving company? We are equipped to move you across the country or even as easy as across town. Call us today for a free quote at 601-853-9644 or at twomenandatruck.com. Hi, this is Dale Danks with Danks, Miller & Corey. With more than 100 years of combined experience, we have the expertise to handle even the most complicated matters. When you need a lawyer to fight for you, don't compromise. Contact us online at DanksMillerCorey.com. Hey, y'all, I'm Kayla Clark with Ace Bolton Screw Company. We have been locally owned and owner-operated for over 50 years. Come see our newly expanded store for all your tool needs. Our goal is to serve you and help you get the job done right with some of our power and hand tools from the biggest brands, but without the big box prices. DeWalt, Milwaukee, Makita, Channel Lock, Irwin, and Lennox, to name a few. Ace Bolton Screw Company, proudly, locally owned and operated. Jackson, Tupelo, Atlanta, and Gluckstadt. Since the current pandemic struck Mississippi, thousands of nurse practitioners have answered the call. We're here for you. Nurse practitioners provide over two-thirds of all primary care, reaching our most impoverished communities. We're here for you. Nurse practitioners spend time understanding their patients' needs and save Medicaid and Medicare millions. We're here for you. But current laws limit how nurse practitioners can help your community. Let your local legislator know how much nurse practitioners mean to you. Paid for by the Mississippi Association of Nurse Practitioners. This is the opening agri-market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, May cotton was up 112 to 85.14. July cotton was up 112 to 85.96. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade, March soybeans were up 11 and a quarter to 13.78 per bushel. May soybeans were up 10 and a half to 13.76 and a quarter per bushel. March corn was up 10 and a half to 5.59 per bushel. May corn was up 9 and 3 quarters to 5.57 and a quarter per bushel. At the Mercantile, April live cattle was up 67 to 124.45. June live cattle was up 62 to 120.60. March feeders down 47 to 137.80. April feeders down 45 to 141.75. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is up 185 points, 31,335. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is a Super Talk. Mississippi Agri-News Network. This is Jake Mangum for Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. One of the most underrated attributes in baseball is determination. It's one thing to want to do something and another altogether to get it done. That's why I love the team at Farm Bureau. They get the job done every single time. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit FabeRates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at MSFDINS.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Are you looking for something unusual or hard to find? You might just find it on HighBid.com. It's the online auction site for, well, just about everything. HighBid.com has estate sales, closeouts, liquidations, even government-seized vehicle auctions. It's easy to bid on office furniture, antiques, sports memorabilia, restaurant equipment, motorboats, even arcade games. You can search for items by name or simply see where the next page takes you. Visit HighBid.com. That's H-I-B-I-D.com. And find what you're looking for today. 
Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. To talk, but still want to make your opinion known? Well, you know you can send JT a text message, right? Go ahead. Text your thoughts to 601-879-4395. That's 601-879-4395. Use your fingers and join the conversation on Super Talk Mississippi and supertalk.fm. Welcome back, everyone, to JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Monday after the Super Bowl, Gerard and Rhino in the studio. All right, so what about the Bruce Springsteen G-pad? We got a text here on the C Spire text line wondering what y'all's input is about the Jeep commercial during the Super Bowl last night when at the end they showed a map of America and then flashed up the reunited states of America. And this is from a listener who's, who is a retired 21-year Army, Army veteran. Said he was disappointed. Well, so, you know, I thought that Springsteen was kind of an interesting character to enlist for this particular ad, uh, at a minimum. And... I, again, I didn't really understand the message uh, at first, and I, I guess I understood it a little bit more at the end. It was a, an attempt to sort of unite the country, and I think the, the premise is the country's deeply divided. I don't think that's a secret, and that we've sort of gone into our corners, if you will, and I don't see the boss in a Jeep reuniting us, though. I think that's the issue. And so, by the way, the, the, the commercial was shot um, in Lebanon, Kansas. Yeah, that's about as close as you can get to the geographic middle. And that was the intent. Of the lower 48. That's right. Of the lower 48. Right. Thanks. Yep. And it is shot in and out of a very small chapel on the grounds there in Kansas. And basically, Springsteen says, it's no secret the middle has been a hard place to get to lately, between red and blue, between servant and citizen, between our freedom and our fear. Does say the boss in a voiceover. But what was interesting was at the end, you had this outline of the U.S., our very recognizable geographic figure of the United States, and it had imprinted across it to the reunited states of America. Reunited states of America. What does that mean exactly? Hmm. 
I think they missed the mark on that one. It was confusing, slow, and overall boring. So here's a statement from... I, I hear you. I sort of thought so as well. Here's a statement from Olivier Francois, the global chief marketing officer at Stellantis NV, which is the parent company of the Jeep and Chrysler brands. He says, it's a bit downbeat. It's very quiet. It's a prayer. I think the whole thing is Bruce's prayer for an America reunited that finds its common ground again. So there you go. That's what Mr. Francois has to say about it. That was the intent. Kind of like if you have to explain the joke, it's a bad joke. Exactly right. And so I would argue that's sort of a feeble explanation. Look, the, the concept and the cause, you could argue, is noble. I mean, I think the, the country certainly is better when it's united and not divided. Okay, I'll buy that. Here's the problem, though. There's so little that we agree on anymore. If you sort of divide the country in, in different ways, but let's just say between those that fashion themselves as conservative, and that takes on, of course, a multitude of definitions and standards and principles, and then there's liberal, and that too takes on. There is no, uh, there's no consensus, shall we say, on how those two philosophies, ideologies, are defined. But just look at it in general. We just don't agree on anything. I would argue that the 45 or so executive orders that the newly sworn-in president has signed off on the last couple of weeks, I'm not sure any of those are agreeable by the other side. I think we could all agree. We wish we had the time back wasted on that oat milk commercial. <laughs> what in the heck was that? <laughs> I agree. I don't know. How about the Cheetos commercial? That was weird, too. <laughs> Larry and Jackson says Bruce is a communist on the 662. Isn't the boss an ultra-liberal? Is that the way Jeep has gone? Yeah, he seemed like you could have picked someone more moderate to be the spokesperson, the star of the commercial. I tend to agree. First hour comes to a close here. We've got Super Talk News, Fox News. We're going to sell you something, and we'll be back in about five minutes with more talk. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. Fox News, I'm Lillian Wu. Former President Trump's attorneys make arguments that the Senate should dismiss the article of impeachment against him in a brief indicating they'll likely make the case a trial is unconstitutional. Senators will begin hearing arguments tomorrow in an unprecedented second impeachment trial for former President Trump. In briefs filed by House impeachment managers, Democrats draw a line between Trump's refusal to accept the election results and the deadly riot at the Capitol as Congress certified the Electoral College. Fox's Jared Halpern, the attorneys also arguing supporters who stormed the Capitol, did so on their own. And the University of Alabama removes the name of four-term Governor George Wallace from a campus building over his support of racial segregation, something he renounced later in life. America's listening to Fox News. 
At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, the home of Ole Miss Sports. Brought to you in part by All Britain's Jewelers, Diamonds, Watches, Specialty Gifts, and more. Your family-owned full-service jewelers since 1920. Visit All Britain's Jewelry in their new location on Old Canton Road behind Highland Village. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Ten Republican senators met with President Biden last week to express concern over the size of the $1.9 trillion relief package. Senator Roger Wicker appeared on Fox's Cafuto Live to talk about it. This group of 10 that met with the president were exactly the type of people to get another almost unanimous or hugely bipartisan agreement. And it really seemed like the president's team, the White House staff, dug in and uh, were adamant in saying, no, it's our way or the highway. An investigation into what's believed to be a murder-suicide is underway in South Mississippi. Jones County authorities responded to a home in the Powers community Saturday night where the bodies of two individuals were discovered. The names of the deceased have not been released, but more information about the tragedy is expected today. I'm Kelly Bennett, Super Talk Mississippi News. The 2021 Honda Pioneer lineup is here to make light work of the job and add a heavy dose of fun to your day off. Every Pioneer side-by-side is stock full of smart technology, responsive power, and Honda's hallmark of engineering excellence. The only thing left to add is you. Then you'll understand how life is better on a Honda. For your safety, read the owner's manual, wear a helmet and eye protection, always wear your seatbelt, and keep the side nets and doors closed. Pioneers are for drivers 16 years and older. Are you looking for something unusual or hard to find? You might just find it on HighBid.com. It's the online auction site for, well, just about everything. HighBid.com has estate sales, closeouts, liquidations, even government-seized vehicle auctions. It's easy to bid on office furniture, antiques, sports memorabilia, restaurant equipment, motorboats, even arcade games. You can search for items by name or simply see where the next page takes you. Visit HighBid.com. That's H-I-B-I-D.com. And find out what you're looking for today. Flags across our state will be lowered to half-staff tomorrow in honor of fallen Hancock County Deputy Lieutenant Michael Boutte. Governor Tate Reeves issued the order to lower the flags as Lieutenant Boutte will be laid to rest Tuesday in Bay St. Louis. The eight-year law enforcement officer and Air Force veteran was shot and killed last Monday while responding to a call on Earl C. Ladner Road. The suspect, Joseph Rohrbacher, will be extradited back to Mississippi after he was airlifted to a New Orleans hospital. Some of the residents that were affected by Hurricane Zeta along the coast are still in the recovery process. MEMA's new executive director, Stephen McC- Graney talked assistance numbers last week. There were about $6.7 million that have gone out to families and housing assistance. $5.7 million directly into a housing needs and then the other needs assessments about another $1 million. The deadline to apply for disaster assistance is coming up March 1st. I'm Kelly Bennett, Super Talk Mississippi News. 
Happy New Year from Keep Mississippi Beautiful. This is the time to plan ahead and set our goals for the future. We want to encourage everyone to start planning for our great American cleanup, the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across the state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year and remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. As stewards of the land, we know you are all-stars. So leave it up to us at Mississippi, Arkansas Ag for your John Deere All-Star Package. The 3025D Tractor Plus Loader, Box Blade, Rotary Cutter, and a Trailer will keep you ahead of the game at just $349 per month. Leave it up to us or visit any of our 16 locations or agup.com for more information. Offer ends 1031-2021. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Just when you think you've heard it all. Heard it all. Heard it all. Heard it all. It's time. It's time to kickstart another hour of the JT Show. Pretty freaking ease. On with the show. Showtime. Now, here's more with JT on Super Talk Mississippi. Everyone, the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Thanks so much for joining us on this Monday, February the 8th. Gerard Gibbard in the chair, my good friend Rhino in the booth. And don't forget, we've got a brand new website as well Super Talk Mississippi, supertalk.fm. I tested the app. It seems to be working uh, broadcasting-wise. Yeah, there still may, still may be a few hiccups just as the gremlins work their way out of the system, but uh, it should be functional for the vast majority of you. Getting there. Yeah. We pre- appreciate everybody's uh, patience with that. And don't forget, uh, this week we've got a couple of remotes going on this coming uh Tuesday? Yeah, uh, tomorrow. T- tomorrow, yep. Yeah. Uh, Dave Hughes. Will, I think Dave will be out at... Oh, yeah, it'll be Dave. Yeah, out at uh, Nandy's Candy in Maywood Mart here in uh, central Mississippi, Jackson, Mississippi area. Shop online at nandyscandy.com for curbside pickup or shipping for all your Valentine's sweet treats. Good stuff there, too. Oh, yeah. Whew. And then on Friday, the 12th, We've got the Carter Jewelers remote. That'll be at the uh, Carter Jewelers in downtown Jackson. Dave will be there as well. Well, They'll have some great deals on jewelry for your special person for Valentine's Day. Always a nice gift for Valentine's is jewelry. Uh, You know, my my wife, i got to tell you this story. My wife was kind enough to give me a watch that was inscribed Love Julie on the back of it for my 40th birthday, which was a a ways ago. So about two, three years ago, I'm on an airplane and on the tarmac there getting ready for takeoff. Now, 
I freely admit I fly first class because I've got gazillions of miles and I'm able to upgrade with uh, for virtually no cost if I can time it just right. And as a, an experienced traveler on airlines, gotten to be pretty good at that. So I'm sitting in first class and it's 6 o'clock in the morning here in Jackson and they're serving drinks, as they do. And I'm sitting next to a nice individual who inadvertently and accidentally dumps his coffee on me. He It's like his, he had a cufflink on. His cufflink got sort of snagged on the seat. And he dumped it. And I had a crisp white shirt on. I had a, a business meeting in Washington, D.C., actually, that day. And uh, the flight attendant was nice enough to bombard me with all sorts of towels and stuff to try to clean it up. And in doing so, I removed that watch and put it in the seat. And long story short, I left it there and got off the airplane and didn't realize it until I was in a cab headed to my destination. And, of course, any <laughs> any hope for recovery was pretty much out the window. And, and it was uh, an expensive watch, but nonetheless, I lost it and never gotten over that, frankly. So I'll have to had to save some pennies and <laughs> and uh, restore it at some point. But hey, trying to drop a Valentine's hint. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it all comes out of the same pot anyhow. <laughs> oh boy. So uh, let's see. Mo says, you know, talking about the fifteen dollar an hour. Minimum wage, which, by the way, did not make the cut in the $1.9 trillion stimulus bill. Did not make the cut. Uh, He says that would make taxpayers out of many instead of receiving benefits from the government. Well, there's some truth to that. Uh, At $15 an hour, a minimum wage with standard deductions, just kind of extrapolating that in the head, a taxpayer would... Uh, have a liability of income taxes of about 1900 bucks. Of course, they're always going to pay Social Security and Medicare anyhow. 1900 bucks or so is kind of the way that math works out. I haven't done the math on it yet, but at 15, uh, excuse me, at $7, the current seven and a quarter minimum wage, you would still have a tax liability based on the standard deduction, but it would certainly be much lower than the $1,900, uh, probably be around 400 bucks. just kind of doing the math in my head. But but I hear you. I, the, I think, however, what that doesn't consider is the number of uh, widely acclaimed organizations that have estimated, including the CBO, the, the Congressional Budget Office, which is supposed to be bipartisan, which has estimated that the the number of job losses as a result of increasing the minimum wage would be in the 1.5 to 2 million range, which would drop them onto the roles of of a government subsistence as opposed to being a taxpayer. So they would join the recipient class instead of being part of the contributor class. To put that in perspective, out of the hourly wage earners in the United States. There are 542,000 
that earn the prevailing federal minimum wage. Yeah. So you you give a half a million people a raise to give two million people a pink slip. It's crazy. How does that make sense? It, it absolutely does not. It's completely misguided uh, policy, and it's simply another situation where the government thinks it knows better how to manage the uh, the key aspects of of economic transactions and economic activity, which are which of course are labor and material, and they think that they can insert themselves and essentially dictate these agreements between employers and employees as to what they pay, their pay should be. You probably saw the report of, I think it was Long Beach, California, a couple of weeks ago, that imposed essentially local rules that required grocery stores to increase their wages by $4 an hour deeming them as essential workers and basically requiring the grocery stores, telling them what they're going to pay people. You're going to increase the pay $4 an hour. And then guess what happened? Kroger closed some stores in the Long Beach area, and they got all bent out of shape about it. And this is my fear. When is the government going to say, oh, no, you have to lose money? You can't operate. You must operate, I should say even if it means you lose money at they never give any consideration to what it dead gum takes to make the ends meet it's hard they've never had to the only people pushing this are people that have spent their entire life living off the government which is whether re- that be lifetime politicians or generational mooching including my my bet is the mayor and city council, the people who make these ordinances and impose these these rules in Long Beach, California. So now they're all mad. And there are citizens saying, gee, I need this grocery store. This is where I shop for my food. I always enjoyed it here, etc." And so my concern gets to where I, I worry about government not only requiring private businesses to remain open and to operate, in light of all these ridiculous rules that don't make economic sense, that don't make the ends meet, and then then what happens is government just says, okay, well, we're getting in the grocery business. We'll, we'll just take over that. We don't need any profit, just like they want to do in the healthcare business. And, and then that just starts to permeate across the specter of industries. That is socialism. In effect, what they did there by dictating wages is socialism. That is trying to manage the price and quantity, essentially, of labor. And labor, by the way, is your property. That is your personal property. Your your work product is your personal property. And you should have the right to negotiate the price of your labor with the people who buy your labor, who pay you for your work product. But the government steps in and says, no, we're going to tell you exactly what your employment contract's going to look like. That's what's going on here. And that's just the start. How are they shocked that some of these grocery stores shut down after they did that? It's already ridiculous razor-thin margins that those guys operate on. just doesn't make any sense. 
We got more for you here on the JT Show. Stay with us. We'll be back after these messages. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. You know, when reality sets in and you hear those words, we're moving, creates lots of emotions. Gallo here, been there, done that. No matter the reasons, you want two things, don't you? Sell it for the highest price and sell it as fast as possible. Lee Garland, the Garland Group of EXP Realty, they've got it down to a science of success. From professional agents with thousands of active buyers to a Garland Group guarantee to sell your home quickly and for the top dollar. Just ask Bob and Sharon who heard the words, we're moving. They called and the Garland Group of EXP Realty went to work with an explosive marketing campaign, including a professionally produced virtual tour. Their home sold in just days and for $2,500 over the list price. Lee Garland gives you the options like instant cash offer with no showings, no repairs or hassles, just cash. So after you utter the words, we're moving, call my friend Lee Garland on the Garland Group of EXP Realty. 601-983-1130. And check them out online at LeeWillBuyIt.com. That's LeeWillBuyIt.com. Are you an employee or employer in search of flame-resistant clothing that'll protect your arms and legs but won't cost you an arm and a leg? Well, ESI Supply has you covered, literally, with full coveralls, button-down long sleeves, two-button cotton pullovers, and jeans to go with them. ESI Supply is your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If we don't have it, we can get it at prices that won't burn the pocketbook. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. And online at ESISupply.net. ESI Supply, your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org. Make a donation and help change your life today. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. All the folks in the Capital City metro area love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. For a complete transcript of today's show, write down everything you hear. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. 
Welcome back to the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the studio. So it appears that Mr. Francois from the parent company of Jeep, he says he's been trying to get Bruce to make an ad for him for a decade, for 10 years. Wow. He said... A, ten, ten, a whole decade's worth of work, and you wound up with that? <laughs> Not a whole lot to show for that effort. I was trying to give the benefit of the doubt when thinking about the commercials, and you think about the year that was 2020 and all the craziness that's happened. and It, it feels like the vast majority of commercials were thrown together in a month or two compared to a year that you usually have between Super Bowls working on them. But, yeah, if you've been working on it for a decade and you didn't come up with a better idea than that. Well, now, in fairness, it doesn't say they've been working on that particular ad for a decade. Well, you've got to have an idea of what you want to do if you keep going to the guy going, hey, man, we want to do a commercial. Well, You can't just walk up to him and go, hey, we want to do a commercial. You've got to be, hey, we want to do a commercial, and you're going to do this, this, and this. All right, a little more context. <laughs> it said that Mr. Springsteen had resisted appearing in a Jeep ad, uh, and that he thinks Springsteen is perfect and was perfect for this ad. You ready for this? Because he embodies the rugged and American nature of the Jeep brand. Quote, it's a match made in heaven, said a Mr. Francois. Wow. Now, somebody on, on the ceasefire text line said... A Jersey boy with an earring. Exactly. That, you don't. Uh, he's trying to look like a cowboy, and a cowboy does not wear an earring. I think that's Lance on the, on the ceasefire text line sent us that. Yeah, that does seem to be a little weird. All right, it turns out that Springsteen wrote and produced the original score with collaborator Ron Aniello. The Detroit-based ad agency Donner, D-O-N-E-R, pitched the concept to Mr. Francois, who took it to Mr. Springsteen's team through producer John Landau. Wow. So there's a lot more going on behind the scenes in the production of that ad. Man. It was just weird, to say the least, but... A lot of times, why can't we just have funny ads like we used to? Why do they all have to be weird? Yeah, what was the the trading company during, was the height of the dot-com boom when they just had two old guys, a boombox, and a monkey? And they were just sitting there, like, clapping and dancing along to some really cheesy song. And at the very end, it popped up, well, we just wasted $10 million. What do you do with your money? (laughs) That's good. That got your attention. You remembered it after all these years. Oh, yeah, it's been... Probably two decades since that ad ran. And it's got a little humorous content to it, flavor to it. But you watch this stuff and you you turn around and say, what the heck were they saying? You, you can't figure it out. Or what, which ad company or which company in general tried to sell us a car with Edward Scissorhands last night? <laughs> oh, yeah. And it wasn't even Edward Scissorhands. It wasn't Johnny Depp. It was a knockoff Edward Scissorhands. That's right. Which, what that's was right. that? Who, what, which company was that? What's up with all the car companies? Well, I mean, Budweiser bowed out. Yeah, so, I guess so. And Pepsi bowed out. Well, Pepsi did the halftime. I think that was there in lieu of 
decision. Yeah, they should have ran a commercial. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. Uh, yeah, the Edward Scissors hands. Which, by the way, was a great movie. I mean, it was... And it's Johnny a very Depp's, Tim Burton movie. Yeah, and Depp's a fantastic, uh, a, va- a fantastic actor. So, has had some struggles recently in his personal life, but yeah, yeah. exactly, phenomenal actor. Yeah, to- totally true. Cindy says, "Give me a break." Bruce wanted the money. Bottom line, I don't know what Bruce's financial situation is. He obviously leveraged it to the point where he was writer and producer and director and all that. <laughs> big-time Democrat doing a big-time Democrat commercial is what it amounts to. That from Stanley in Lafayette, Louisiana. Apparently it was Cadillac that was scissor hands. Okay. Cadillac did that one. All right. Their new electric Cadillac. Yeah. Seems like everybody was promoting their new electric cars. Yo, yeah. That's what we're all about. It's... <laughs> It's woke transportation. It's what it is. <laughs> yeah, Neil from McGee, thanks. Scissors, like commercials hands, were virtue signaling Olympics. So Ray in Long Beach writes in on the ceasefire text line, was not impressed at all by any of the commercials during the Super Bowl or that excuse of a halftime show, but I do have a couple of questions. What the heck was that? And why were the dancers wearing jock straps on their heads? That That pretty much got the attention of everybody and I think that was sort of the, the default perception in the social media universe, uh, at, at a minimum, is that, why are they wearing jock straps? It was just weird. The guy's really not that bad a singer. He's got, he's got a, a quality voice. I couldn't understand the lyrics. My daughter scolded me because she, she is a, a, likes him as an artist, as a musical talent. And, and look, like I said, he's talented. But it was just weird. Seemed weird to me. Yeah, it it, it felt lacking. It, you, I've gotten so used to seeing halftime shows where there's a special guest performance for one song, or there's more stage work or something done on. He was in the stands. He was just up with the choir for the vast majority until like the last song. Then he walked out on the. Yeah, it, they're just for the the quality of his hits because i mean he's got a handful of hits that have that have topped the charts yeah i was expecting a little bit more showmanship from the whole deal yeah yeah totally like he didn't even have a costume change it was just red jacket and dancing and i mean so and i thought the i thought his his clothing was appropriate for stage oh yeah where i thought that was fine we didn't have any didn't have any uh, no wardrobe Janet, malfunctions. Janet Jackson <laughs> derobing there at the end. <laughs> didn't have any of that. Uh, but it was just weird. I don't know. You you can't compare it to Prince. And then you got Whitney Houston, who arguably had the best rendition of the national anthem. Uh, many believe, but of course you notice we had the national anthem and also the black national anthem. Evidently, that was decided before the season ever started. They would do it, you recall, the first weekend of NFL football, and then it was also scheduled for the Super Bowl, and that certainly went off as well. But you just can't have sports anymore, can you, without some sort of social message embedded. Which I was 
pleasantly surprised by the Vince Lombardi speech, the the holographic Vince Lombardi. That was a way to give a a social message while still feeling inclusive to anybody and everybody that wanted to watch. It didn't feel preachy. It didn't feel condescending. It was just Vince Lombardi giving advice on living life. Yeah, which is what Vince Lombardi was outstanding at. I mean, he was better at that, frankly, which is hard to believe than he was as a football coach. But let's face it, his approach to coaching football was based on that. It was based on his life values. And that's why he was so excellent at that, so good at that, and and so looked up to by his players and everyone in the league. So an interesting statistic. You know, the fact, frankly, that the NFL pulled off the Super Bowl, even with, what, 25% capacity, I think it was? I think they they got it up to 30%. A third, okay. Because I kept seeing that number thrown around when they were talking about 30% capacity and you still had a streaker. Yeah, yeah. Somebody in the fourth quarter. (laughs) Which, if I'm not mistaken, that's, that's like a professional performance stunt artist that does that ah. kind of thing so it was a paid streaker <laughs> oh yeah he was wearing a pink thong one-piece <laughs> swimsuit with some porn site plastered across the front of it probably all right i gotta tell a personal story along those lines does it involve a pink thong one-piece swimsuit it's better than that <laughs> all right so it's old miss play in arkansas well we got a break coming up i'll continue the story when we come back Stay with us on the JT Show. Don't forget, coming up at 12.05, Mississippi Outdoors Radio with the MDWFP panel. We'll be right back. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com slash covid I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes, get your purse, sweetie. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Pure Air Consultants is your heating and cooling professionals. 
and they're ready to work for you. We're the home of the once-a-year $119 heating and cooling service special, along with 24 months same as cash and no credit check financing. Call us at 601-939-7420. That's 601-939-7420 or online at MyPureAirConsultants.com. That's MyPureAirConsultants.com. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? Green, <sighs> the new degree of comfort. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents and Doug. Okay, class, let's bump it up to nine. Come on, Limu, keep pedaling. We gotta build our endurance to let more people know that Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance. So you only pay for what you need. Pick up the pace, bird legs! Hey! Don't talk to Limu like that! I'm not, I'm talking to you! Liberty, 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 Liberty! Get a customized quote at LibertyMutual.com. This is JT. If you're like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540, or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com. Hi, I'm John Albritton. If your diamond seems smaller today than yesterday, trade it for a larger stone at Albritton's. Our certified gemologist will give you a generous, no-obligation appraisal of your diamond which can be applied to your new selection. Whether you choose to remount your existing stone or simply trade it, you'll get the most diamond value at All Britons. Quality and value go hand in hand at All Britons. All Britons Jewelers. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Ten Republican senators met with President Biden last week to express concern over the size of the $1.9 trillion relief package. Senator Roger Wicker appeared on Fox's Cafuto Live to talk about it. This group of 10 that met with the president were exactly the type of people to get another almost unanimous or hugely bipartisan agreement. And it really seemed like the president's team, the White House staff, dug in and uh, were adamant in saying, no, it's our way or the highway. An investigation into what's believed to be a murder-suicide is underway in South Mississippi. Jones County authorities responded to a home in the Powers community Saturday night where the bodies of two individuals were discovered. The names of the deceased have not been released, but more information about the tragedy is expected today. I'm Kelly Bennett, Super Talk Mississippi News. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation is the largest general farm organization in the state. But whether you're a farmer or consumer, Farm Bureau works for you through its many policies and programs. And we can also help your money grow. From discounts on automobiles, mowers, and equipment to hotels, car rentals, and vacations, Farm Bureau's got you covered. Join today and download the member savings app so you'll have over 200,000 discounts at your fingertips. Happy New Year from Keep Mississippi Beautiful. This is the time to plan ahead and set our goals for the future. We want to encourage everyone to start planning for our great American cleanup, the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across the state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year and remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. No matter where you go. 
Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm. And on your smart device with the Super Talk app, you're proud to call Mississippi home. And we're proud to cover your state like no one else. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. But still want to make your opinion known? Well, you know you can send JT a text message, right? Go ahead. Text your thoughts to 601-879-4395. That's 601-879-4395. Use your fingers and join the conversation on Super Talk Mississippi and supertalk.fm. you on the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, Gerard and Rhino in the studio. All right, so before I tell my story, tell us uh, what the those masks or whatever they were wearing there, the, the choir, the chorus. Yeah, it's, it's supposed to represent facial bandages. Uh, the Weeknd released an album called After Hours back in November, and in those videos, his character that he's, he's singing as has a, a busted nose and he has a, a bandage over it and then in a later video he has full facial bandaging and he he came out and said that it's social commentary on Hollywood and the the ridiculous culture around unneeded unnecessary plastic surgery and self manipulation to keep up with ever changing beauty standards and and self validation and he he talked about why he might have changed his appearance for the album after hours and he said being attractive isn't important to me but a compelling narrative is so i guess he was trying to take the attention away from his face to his lyrics it's it's branding it it was social commentary about hollywood and plastic surgery but didn't really come across well and there were rumors that he was going to wear facial bandages as part of his performance but decided against it so his dancers did well, that seems like a weird sort of cause there. A little bit. Just a little weird. Darius on the 662 says, why was he dancing in a microwave? <laughs> it did have a bit of a retro vibe to it, though. Kind of did. You go back to the, the fisheye lens music video era where everything looked like it was inside a cheese grater. Ah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. So with respect to... The uh, the person who jumped onto the field in the fourth quarter, Adam and Baldwin sent an interesting uh, little photo. Stat of the night: fans to reach the end zone one, Kansas City Chiefs zero. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, so my story. This was maybe twenty years ago. It was in the David Cutcliffe era at Ole Miss. I'm I'm up at. Uh, Razorback Stadium, brilliant sunshine day, watching Ole Miss in Arkansas, and place is packed. I don't know if you've ever been up there. It's, it sits up on a hill. It's, it's actually a beautiful stadium up there, and uh, 
where the uh, the University of Arkansas is located, and the stadium itself, beautiful campus, and so forth. Anyhow, we're sitting there. It's third quarter, or so, and all of a sudden, this individual. We're kind of just in where the bowl starts in the end zone. A couple of sections over. We're probably 25, 30 rows up. This individual jumps the fence onto the sidelines there, kind of in the corner uh, facing the end zone. He's got a trench coat on and gets to where he's beyond all the folks there. The (laughs) security's chasing him. They can't keep up with him. He sheds that trench coat, and he only has on one item. You can't call it clothing, but he has on one item, and it's one of those those pig noses that the Arkansas people used to wear that's on an elastic strap, but it's covering his private parts. And he's running through the end zone, and the Arkansas team is huddled up. They're on offense on the 20 there, as it used to be in those days. And he gets in the huddle. He's got his arms around these big, giant offensive linemen. And I can still see it. This offensive lineman just kind of shoes him away like, like, what's this guy doing here? You know, just get away. We're trying to get the play called here. And the security comes from all over the place, and they're chasing him, and he's zigzagging him around on the field. And finally... They do pull him down to the ground, and he's waving to the crowd. I'm thinking, somebody bet somebody a bunch of money to go do that. But he only had that one item on him. And one of the security guys uh, had a, a jacket on and put it over him to escort him off the field. But I wonder what he got paid to do that. Certainly there was alcohol and money involved in that exercise, without a doubt. But... That's the first thing I thought of when I saw that guy jump on the field last night. True story. Pretty sure the tackle of the guy who ran onto the field was targeting, and there was no flag from Robin Hattiesburg. (laughs) Yeah, if you're going to get on the field and be a quote-unquote streaker, you better be elusive. (laughs) And you better be prepared to take a hard tackle. Well, this guy in Arkansas was fast. He, He had some legs on him. He wasn't D1 football fast, but he was certainly faster than all the security personnel. You, that were you never me. see somebody my size try that. <laughs> we know better. Stanley and Lafayette says, now that's funny. I don't care who you are. And I've shared that story with many of my Arkansas friends, and they, they too find it. There's probably stories about, about it out there that I've not looked at since I was present uh, at, the, at the stadium, but... We did get a text from the, the ceasefire text line from the 901. Didn't watch a single minute of the social commentary circus last night. I will YouTube best of commercials during the Super Bowl tonight and be 100% satisfied. That's just me. <laughs> I would warn you, probably not going to be all that satisfied with the commercials either. Yeah, I thought they were let down. It will be interesting to see the ratings, though. I haven't seen any published reports on that. I, I was going to say also that just pulling the deal off, Frankly, you got to take your hat off to the NFL. It's my understanding, heard reports this morning, that personnel responsible for preparing the stadium arrived at like 3 o'clock in the morning to wipe down the whole place and all sorts of sanitary measures and cleaning protocols to prepare for the 
one-third capacity crowd to get it ready. But here's an interesting stat that I found. You know, the players were constantly tested. The, the average number of tests for COVID administered to NFL players, 220 during the season. 220! A total of 954,000 COVID tests on players and, and coaches involved in the, in the games administered during the NFL season. 954,000. Now, here's the question. Do they have some sort of privilege to get those tests? Because according to Joe Biden, nobody's getting tested because there's no resources, no assets to conduct such tests. 954,000. That was a mind-boggling stat to me to pull it off, but they did. But we can't go to school until the CDC tells us how we can open the schools. Except the CDC said you can open schools. And then they sort of backtracked on it. And when it, it was so ridiculous. And yesterday, I don't know if anybody caught Joe Biden's interview, he was asked with Nora uh, Donnell. Is it Donnell or O'Donnell? I can't remember. I always get it confused. Anyhow, she did the interview. O'Donnell. O'Donnell, right. And she asked him, and he says, yeah, I'm for opening the schools safely. And that begs the question, but what about all the schools that are open? Are they unsafe? And now we've learned that, I guess, every indoor space that humans inhabitate must forklift their HVAC systems and replace them with completely new ventilation systems because that's a requirement, according to the teachers' unions, to open the schools. So are we all at risk for entering buildings that don't have whatever these newfangled HVAC so-called ventilation systems are? It's ridiculous. Other schools are open. The parochial schools are open. The Catholic schools are open. I've not heard any massive outbreaks as a result of that. Many districts here in the state of Mississippi are open. So I saw the retort to that, by the way, from the Democrat side is, well, you know, the Catholic schools, they have smaller class sizes. In the public schools, we got bigger class sizes, and we can't really properly socially distance and all that kind of stuff. Really? Well, it's not adding up. And like I said last week, Joe Biden needs to get up the podium and say, open the dang schools up. But instead, new guidance. We have to have new guidance. We hadn't figured this out after a year? What the heck could be new? Yeah, what were they doing for the last year? What hadn't we... What hasn't been determined, I guess, is the way to mitigate spread? That seems like that's been hammered in our heads 24 hours a day. We got a red flag on the field from Jerry and Brookhaven on the ceasefire text line. The streaker last night started to slide a little too early and didn't actually score. <laughs> Got to check the replay. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we'll be back with the final segment of the second hour. Don't forget, coming up after the news break at the top of the hour, Mississippi Outdoors Radio. Stay with us.
For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there will be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size, and installed. Picture frame glass, table and desktops. Insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts and doors, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at www.venableglass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. A year into my retirement, I started getting short of breath, so I went to St. Dominic's. It turns out that my heart needed some major repair. Thanks to the amazing care that I got at St. Dominic's, I survived double bypass surgery. God was working through the doctors and nurses, and now my heart is working the way it should. I have finished my physical therapy at St. Dominic's, and I am now back to enjoying my retirement again. St. Dominic's. Skilled hands. Compassionate hearts. Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that. Customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233. Watkins Construction, Inc.com. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. The EPA faces multiple DeCalba lawsuits in 2020-21. Faced at least four lawsuits challenging its 2020 DeCalba registrations from both the agricultural industry and environmentalists. The lawsuits the EPA is facing concern its 2020 registration of three over-the-top DeCalba herbicides, Exilmax, Eugenia, and Tavia. Given the many legal steps ahead for them, these lawsuits are unlikely to immediately affect the legal availability of the Kamba this year, but they could threaten the chemicals use in spray seasons yet to come. The lawsuits have been brought by two different group of plaintiffs with two very different complaints. On one side, agricultural commodity groups are arguing the new Dicamba labels are too restrictive, while on the other, environmental groups argue that they're too permissive. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is the Super Talk, Mississippi Agri-News Network. Confidence. Peace of mind. A way forward. During tough times, these are the things we all want. And with the personalized help of a Trustmark relationship manager, it's something we can find together. That's why Trustmark is standing by business owners. No matter what challenges you may be facing, we are here with a suite of financial services to help you find a path forward. Learn more at Trustmark.com slash business. In response to COVID-19, Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services is offering telehealth services. During this time, health and safety are important, which is why they've expanded their offerings to include telehealth services for children, adolescents, and adults. They have outpatient teletherapy sessions available, and Pine Grove also expanded its telehealth services to include its intensive outpatient program, drug treatment program. Also, all Pine Grove Evaluation Center services are available via telehealth. Patients may call Pine Grove's National Service Center at 888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com. 
Carl here, back tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. with all the news, weather, traffic, and info you need to start your day in the Jackson Metro area. Right now, more of the JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi, 97.3. Hey, hey, hey. Do you have an opinion on something you heard from JT or Rhino? Go ahead, grab your phone and text it to them. You can text at 601-879-4395. 601-879-4395. The JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Brookhaven says the streaker last night started his slide a little too early and didn't actually score. Take those points off the board. Instant replay. Video review. (laughs) The ruling on the field is reversed. The streaker, in fact, did not score. (laughs) Oh, man. Paul in Meridian says he did cut the... Oh, this is something happened in Meridian here, Paul. A burglary suspect tried to stab a cop. And was shot and killed? The new Black Panther Party is in Meridian protesting for justice. What justice do they want? He did cut the officer. Interesting. Hadn't seen the news on that. Thanks for sharing that with us, Paul. We should also note that Mississippi had a couple of interesting ties to the Super Bowl. One, of course, referee Sarah Thomas. Son used to play baseball years ago for her, I think it actually may be ex-husband, but I could be wrong about that. Brian Thomas is his name. So I got to meet and know Sarah through that. Uh, Also, William on the C Spire text line, he's in Madison, says, it was cool to find out a Leland company does the field painting. How about that? Yeah, I think they make the stencils for it. Okay. Really cool. So I I wonder if this company does that on a nationwide basis, travels around. He would think you would need to to pretty sure they do make that work out. But yeah, that's kind of cool. And and while not able to participate on the cheer squad, there is a Biloxi High School alum also attended Mississippi State that is on the Tampa Bay cheer squad. I think it's her first year, but because of the COVID restrictions, they had to cut each team in half, and because it's her first year, she didn't have seniority, but she still got to go. So there's another Mississippi tie to the Super Bowl last night. Very cool. like it. So also talking about the halftime shows on the text line, Rolling Stones was the best ever. I think that was like 05, 06, something like that. That's interesting. Rolling Stones are they're timeless. They're they're incredible, of course. We're not seeing any nationwide ratings, but uh, yeah. there are some local metropolitan ratings trickling out. And the most surprising I've seen so far is Tampa saw a rating of 52.3%. so a little over half the, the TVs in the Tampa area were tuned in. Boston, of all places, beat them out at 57.6%. So a full 5% more TVs in Boston were tuned in than Tampa. Hmm. Watching Brady. Watching Brady. Favorite son. Hard to argue he's not the GOAT, isn't it? 
The only other one that's really kind of surprising at this point that come out is New York. New York is up by about a half a percent from last year. Oh, okay. In terms of ratings. Viewership, yeah. yeah. They were at 45.2 last year, and they're up at 45.7 this year. I wonder if uh, they screamed and yelled or if they took Anthony Fauci's advice and used noisemakers and stomped their feet or whatever else the <laughs> guidelines were. We had a question and maybe you can find it on the C Spire text line. It it had to do with why the the players are not required to wear, ma- wear masks, but the coaches are. And the uh, it seems like the answer is that coaches talk. <laughs> well, it's a couple different answers. Coaches do tend to to do more talking, which would spread droplets and particles but coaches also tend to be a little bit farther on in age as well so they're closer to the danger zone than every player out there i mean you look at andy reed's age versus even tom brady who was like one of the oldest ones on the field it's a significant difference and when you look at the graphs for danger the older you get the more dangerous it is yeah that's absolutely right but they are considered, as the NFL describes them, the most talkative employees, the coaches on the sideline. And they get animated, and they do yell and stomp their feet at the same time sometimes. But that is, is thought to obviously produce more spread and shed more virus. It's like, the you know, finally the Supreme Court in California has ruled that churches can reopen for service, but no singing or chanting in the church. Can't do that. Oh, boy. The cheerleader was a former rebelette from Harris, Harrisburg? Or is that supposed to be Harrisburg? And the owner bought their tickets because of COVID. Must be a different one than yeah. I've known about. Hmm. Interesting. Well, well. Players do a lot of talking. Yeah, I agree, but... Maybe it's because they're not considered as vulnerable. They also, I think, get tested a whole lot more, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, that's that's an interesting scenario and debate. Coaches versus players with the masks on. Hopefully this will all be done in time for the Super Bowl next year. And that brings to a close uh, the second hour of the JT Show. Coming up after Super Talk News and Fox News, we got Mississippi Outdoors Radio. Stay with us. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com. Fox News, I'm Lillian Wu. The White House doesn't expect President Biden's viewing this week to include much of his predecessor's impeachment trial. I think it's clear uh, from his schedule uh, and from his intention, he will not spend uh, too much time watching the proceedings of any time uh, over the course of this week. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki, former President Trump's attorneys, meanwhile blasting the case against him as an act of political theater. A brief from Trump's legal team spells out arguments they're likely to make, including that the trial is unconstitutional since the former president is now a private citizen. The attorneys also say concerns raised by the former president about the election outcome fall within First Amendment protections. And on multiple occasions, Trump encouraged peaceful protest and did not incite a mob that breached the Capitol. Fox's Jared Halpern and cryptocurrency Bitcoin hitting an all-time high more than 43000 after Tesla revealed it invested a billion and a half in it. America's listening to Fox News. 
As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. I'm sure by now you're aware of the shortage of ammunition that shooters and hunters are experiencing nationwide. Right now we have a good supply of popular calibers like 9mm pistol and 223 rifle, as well as others that we're offering at fair market prices. We do limit the amount you can buy each day. At the range, we'd rather everybody have some than a few buy it all. I hope you'll come visit us soon and check out all the many things we have to offer at the range. A totally new and different type of gun store. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A $15 minimum wage may sound good at first, but imagine the impact it would have on you if you owned a small business. What people don't understand is, I mean, we have people in our restaurant that make $15 an hour. We have some people make more, some people make a little less. But what happens, so the people who are making $10, $11 an hour now, minimum wage goes up to 15 Then those people at 10 or 11 get 15 Well, the people that were at 15 you got to take them up to 20 or wherever it is. Robert St. John owns several restaurants in Mississippi. He says he believes upping the minimum wage to $15 an hour would wipe out independently owned restaurants in this part of the country. Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman explains how a bill passed by the Senate last week could benefit new teachers. This instance, they'll start to get $1,000, $2,500, $3,000 from the state of Mississippi to pay off their debt, which averages over $30,000 for a young teacher. C Spire 5G. We're building a fast, powerful 5G network to bring you faster phones. You heard right. C Spire 5G. Phones. Faster. Saying it anymore would be. C Spire 5G. Faster phones. No bull. For a limited time, get our best 5G phone free with trade in. Your business may not be a Fortune 500 company yet. You've worked hard to grow your business to where it is today, but are the manual processes that worked when you were smaller now eating into your man hours? As an iSolve network provider, MWG Employer Services can help you save time and money by streamlining the processes of administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits, as well as training your personnel to efficiently manage your human capital through one platform. Want to find out more? Visit MWGEmployerServices.com. Our state's long-neglected parks need an upgrade. Lawmakers seem to agree on that, but Senator John Polk isn't so sure about the price tag. One number I've heard thrown out there to get our parks up to date is $147 million. I don't really buy that number. That's high. We could do a lot of good work for a lot less money if we prorate it. The Senate has been pushing for privatizing parks and turning them over to local governments. The House wants to find a more permanent stream of public funding. There's a furry member of the Biloxi Fire Department that sure does get a lot of attention. Jack knows quite a few tricks. He can stop, drop, and roll. You know, he gives a high five. Chief Joe Boney says the department uses Jack the Fire Dog to help spread the message about fire prevention. He's even got his own Facebook page and trading cards. Jack is a rescue. He was abused uh, in, in the beginning of his of his life, but he's learned to, to deal with it. When we first got Jack, he was scared of everybody, and now he just loves everybody. 
heading to the coast to hit the casinos, or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions and exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more, Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening from 106.3 Casino Radio. Hey there, Lucky Buck here, coming to you live from a nearby meadow. You know, four-leaf clovers are lucky, of course, but I find that the three-leafers are lucky, too. And just as tasty. Mm. Speaking of lucky things in threes, there's Cash 3 from the Mississippi Lottery. Cash 3 has daily drawings with 50-cent and $1 plays and lots of ways to win. So play Cash 3 sometime, and you might be lucky like me. Have fun, y'all. Must be 21 years or older to play. Please play responsibly. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You're listening to Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show. Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show is presented by the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife Fisheries and Parks. The Foundation supports projects associated with the Department of Wildlife Fisheries and Parks to protect and preserve Mississippi's wonderful wildlife heritage for generations to come. Welcome, everyone, to Mississippi Outdoors Radio in the studio. Adam Butler, wildlife biologist, Josh Carver, marketing coordinator, and joining us today, Richard Rummel, black bear biologist from the Mississippi Department of Wildlife Fisheries and Parks. Afternoon, gentlemen. How's it going? Good afternoon. Good to see you. Good to see you all, too. So we were we were talking last week about the, uh, the difference in, I guess, the, the dates for deer season. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that in some areas of southeast Mississippi, deer season is still open. Is that right? That's right. Um, the deer season in the southeast part of the state, which is, um, I, I, I would say Hattiesburg South, but it's actually a little further north than that, um, r- roughly Highway 84 uh, on the north end, and then um, and then I think it's Highway 35 on the west side basically everything to the to the south and east of there deer season still open through the 15th um of the month and like we talked about last week that's based on biological differences in the deer herd down there they 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 um they come into rut the breeding season a little bit later in the rest of the state and that's usually a, a, a great time for hunting and and um being able to catch uh, the bucks moving and that sort of thing, so they get a little bit of extra opportunity down there. So they've got till the fifteenth closed for everybody else, though. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So how did, um, how did our CWD collections go? Um, the f- we, statewide, we we were a little behind where we've been the last couple of years. Um, Richard, do you I, I look over I think here, we're one of these guys? At six thousand, yeah, yeah, right 6, around six thousand was the last number I saw. And now we'll, we'll still have some more come in. Um, you know, there's there's probably a number of taxidermists we're still going to get some from. We'll still get some roadkill samples, and then obviously we really encourage everybody down there in the southeast part of the state that that will be hunting this coming weekend to continue to submit samples to us. Um, they're especially important down in that part of the state because we just um, 
historically over the last several years we have not gotten as many samples from southeast mississippi so mm. we're, we're definitely would like to expand our sample size down there to make sure we don't have any cwd in that part of the state so we encourage folks to continue submitting that but overall yeah we were a little little bit behind um you know gerard i don't know what what the reason for that could be probably a lot of things um you know f- folks it's not quite as new as it as it was it's yeah. still a threat to you know the threat to our deer herd is still the same and it will continue to be for decades from now um but you know not quite as not quite as headline news anymore maybe that's that yeah. caused folks to you know not not submit samples as readily as we were just a couple of years ago has have we been able to determine based on the samples collected and tested this season this year uh, is there anything instructive about that at this point? Is, how widespread the disease is, I guess, and how it's affecting the herd. Um, in terms of just knowing where it is, yeah, we um, we picked up a couple of new counties this year. I think Alcorn and Tippa, I believe, mm-hmm. were um, were mm-hmm. counties that were previously not we had not documented CWD in. Um, now, not not a neither of those was a really big surprise because most of the CWD that we're getting in the north part of the state is coming from um, Tennessee. But they've got they have a, a large area uh, of high prevalence there in Tennessee, and so our northern counties that touch the Tennessee border, you know, it's it's probably going to be a reality. All of those counties are facing so not a big surprise finding it in you know a couple of those other northern counties. But um, you know we're going to continue. Um, continue doing what we're doing and um you know right now we're we're all about collecting as many samples as we can to sort of determine where the disease is and where it isn't and as we go forward you know we'll we'll talk about different management actions and things like that we can do to help try to curb the prevalence but that's where we're at right now yeah so that's a good uh, question or something that may be of interest to our listeners uh adam is what exactly does the department do when you I guess getting certain information about the existence of the disease in sure. the herd. Um, the, you know, the immediate thing we've um, banned supplemental feeding, feeding of, of deer and other wildlife in the CWD zone, and that's um, you know in an effort to try to minimize the amount of contact between individual animals in that area. So that's one thing that we've done um, right off uh, is to. To, to ban that practice to, to try to decrease the, the potential spread and yeah. prevalence in those areas um, we've we've liberalized some of the harvest regulations in some of those in it's both statewide and in some of those zones um, allowing for um, younger bucks to be taken um, up in the doe limit in certain places so we've done some things like that and I think as we we continue to move forward and determining where CWD is and where it isn't you know we'll we'll continue to look at just different policy actions that we can try to do to to uh, to try to mitigate the spread because we know we're looking at other states um, there different states have taken different approaches to managing it and and we have the I guess the good fortune here in Mississippi of you know, having a couple of decades of experience in other places that we can pull upon where we're not having to start from scratch. So we yeah. can kind of look at what's worked in other places and what hasn't. All right, youth squirrel hunt this weekend. Yep. We've, um, Josh, I don't know how many years we've been uh, doing many, that, participating in that. Many. It's been a while. Um, we, we're, you know, s- small game hunting is a great way to get kids involved in the outdoors, and this is an event that we're going to have at, what, six locations? I think it's five. Five locations, locations statewide? Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to take a lot of kids that are 
have never before hunted or are really new hunters and try to expose them um this saturday so it'll be a, a whole event it's not just showing up and, and going hunting for some squirrels they'll get to come and do some uh they'll, they'll get to fire a shotgun some for the first time at some targets they'll uh get to learn a little bit about the management of uh, some of the wildlife management areas that they're hunting on they also get to see some dogs work. Uh, there'll be law enforcement officers there to uh, help them learn about the safety of hunting. There'll be uh, WMA biologists and area uh, biologists that will be there to teach them a little bit more about the uh, the ethics of hunting. Um, so it's, it's a really good event for kids. There's food, fun, um, and like I said, it's, it's, it's somewhere you can go walk outside, uh, talk, have fun with a group of people, and, and enjoy Mississippi's great outdoors. So. Could could the uh, youth squirrel hunting, could could you consider that kind of a, a developmental experience to, to learn about, I guess, advancing to, say, deer hunting and duck hunting? Is yeah, it? I think so. Um, I think that, that, you know, the small game type stuff like squirrels and rabbits and that sort of thing, that's really one of the best ways to get kids involved because, you don't, you know, it's, it's it's a different sort of an experience where you don't have to be still. You don't yeah. have to, yeah. you know, sit up in a in a deer stand in, in 25-degree weather shivering and, and all that. You know, you can move about. It's more active. You don't have um, as much equipment that you need. Uh, you don't have to have as much um, practice uh, yeah. pursuing yeah. the animal. It, it's just a really good entry-level activity yeah. for it's a great way. It's a great way to get kids involved, and and you know we've talked on the program before about how important recruiting new hunters is for for conservation and all the things the Department of Wildlife Fisheries does because of uh, the the need for hunting license sales and how that funds our agency and a lot of uh, what we do. So um, we definitely encourage folks to get kids involved in hunting, and you know February is a great time to do it because. You know, we we we've still got a lot of small game opportunity going on with squirrel season and rabbit season, and you know, for a lot of hunting camps and that sort of thing. You know, deer hunting's past us, so you're not having to sort of compete with other hunters and step yeah. on toes and that kind of thing. So it, it's a it's a great time to go round up some youngins and get them outside. And we got turkey season uh, draw hunts you can sign yep. up now, right? Yep, yep. Um, been getting a lot of calls at the office for that. So our wildlife management areas. Um, a number of them are draw only during the first couple of weeks, and we do that to limit the amount of pressure they're getting in the early part of the season when it's in high demand, and and so that the people who do go, you know, are getting a, a real quality experience where they're not having a having a, a whole bunch of folks right on top of one another. So um, the deadline to enroll in that draw uh, program is the fifteenth. So if you're going to do that, you need to go on and make a note to do it this week. Before we go to break, we've got something coming up at the Museum of Natural Science this coming Friday. Yeah, so uh, our STEM Leaves and Trees event will be here this Friday. Um, just a reminder for folks who are interested in coming to that, uh, pre-registration um, is available on our wa- website where you can reserve a time block. You don't have to pay at the time that you register. You pay when you get there, but uh, it's a great event uh, for kids to come out and learn about STEM. Um, and do some hands-on activities. Of course, all the COVID protocol will be followed at the museum, um, and so just come prepared for that. Uh, but it's a great event that, that the museum folks will put on this weekend. Sounds good. All right, we'll take a break, and when we come back, we've got Richard Rummel, black bear biologist from MDWFP, in the studio. We'll talk about bears in Mississippi. Stay with us.
It's time to do more of what you want, where you want. With the all-new Honda EU2200i generator, available at your preferred local Honda dealer, Frederick's Sales and Service. These generators are quiet, portable, efficient, and have the reliability you'd expect from Honda. Come by Frederick's Sales and Service in Brandon and see the full line of Honda generators or online at frederickssales.com. Honda and Frederick's, power you can trust. I was a drug addict for 16 years, but I've been sober almost seven years now. Christian business owner and family man. At Adult and Teen Challenge, we're helping rescue men out of addiction right here in Mississippi and teaching them how to be productive members of society. Help us by donating a vehicle to our vehicle donation program. Any condition, running or not, we pick it up, we do all the paperwork, and you get a tax deduction. Contact us, 601-572-7296, or go to mercyhouseteenchallenge.org. Thank you for helping us get our dad. The doctors at Carter Sledge Family Dentistry are general and cosmetic dentists. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you'll find one of the most state-of-the-art facilities in Mississippi, along with a friendly staff and doctors who are both professional and compassionate. Meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Call 601-607-7876. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours selling your vehicle we'll buy it need to put it on our lot we'll consign it just need a new ride for the new you we'll trade it pinnacle motors needs you well need your vehicle steve owen and the friendly staff of pinnacle motors is buying consigning and trading quality pre-owned cars trucks and suvs at the corner of highway 471 at baker lane and vine street in brandon and online at pinnacle motors llc.com that's pinnacle motors llc.com pinnacle motors needs you well needs your vehicle Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. Hey guys, I'm Michael Clark with Ace Bolton Screw Company. We have been locally owned and operated for over 50 years. Come by and check out our newly remodeled store. We've got all the biggest brands of power tools and hand tools. DeWalt, Milwaukee, Makita, Channel Lock, Irwin, and Lennox, just to name a few. Let us help you get the job done right. Come see us at Ace Bolton Screw Company, Jackson, Tupelo, Atlanta, and Gluckstadt. tables, ping pong, poker, classic arcades, football, sports decor, even kitchen and bar stools. You'll find it all at Game Room Gallery. Game Room Gallery has plenty to choose from during this time you're at home to help make many more memories with your family. With specials on classic arcades and pool sticks too. Let Game Room Gallery bring excitement to any room in your home. Game Room Gallery, Ridgewood Road, just north of County Line. For more, call 601-853-7777. That's 601-853-7777. Online at gameroom-gallery.com. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi.
Welcome back, everyone. Mississippi Outdoors Radio. So Richard Rummel, also with the panel as our guest today, he's a black bear biologist with the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. So, Richard, I guess it's probably a surprise to a lot of people that we have any sort of sizable bear population in the state of Mississippi. Yeah, it really is. Uh, And sizable is kind of a... I say sizable. People always ask. One of the first questions they ask: Well, how many bears do we have? And and that's difficult to get a uh, exact handle on. We're we're safe. I think in saying two hundred to two hundred fifty bears, and that's statewide. Hmm. Um, that's not a lot of bears, but um, it's it's more than it was ten years ago, and more than it was twenty five years ago. So uh, so the population is is slowly coming back, and. Um, in, in different parts of the state, um, generally along the Mississippi River, the Delta counties, uh, a lot of inside the, the levee where there are, uh, you know, large hunting clubs and, and timbered uh, properties and timbered land. Uh, southwest Mississippi and those hills and hollows down there, Wilkinson County, Adams County, down through there. And then a smaller population along the coast. Um I say the coast, it, it'll go up into maybe Stone and Perry County, not just the three coastal counties, yeah. but but the not not as large a population down there. And is it uh, just the one species? Is it just black yep. bears or the black yeah. bear? Were now, they? There are two subspecies: American black bear and Louisiana black bear. But if you were to have two side by side, you know they're based on genetics and skull morphology and different things. So. Uh, we we treat the uh, the population as far as managing it in the state as as one. Yeah, so, are they indigenous to Mississippi or oh, were yeah. they? Yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, you know, two hundred years ago, you know, Teddy Roosevelt came yeah, here and sure. hunted when he was president, and, and of course the actually the creation of the teddy bear, you know, took place in Mississippi in the yeah. South Delta. So, yeah, uh, yeah it's our I state mean, toy, I, by the way. Yeah, yeah, and and really the whole. The whole Mississippi Delta, up the northern Delta down to the south Delta, was really a haven. It was a place where people from all over the east wanted to come bear hunt. Huh. Uh, extensive bottomland hardwoods and cane breaks and that sort of thing. Um, you know, Mississippi and northern Louisiana, southeastern Arkansas. But, yeah, Mississippi was a hot spot for bears. And so uh, you talked about the occurrence of the bears in the southern part of the state, sort of between just um, uh, slightly north, I guess, of the three coastal counties, right. Stone County, et cetera. Yeah. Is there a particular habitat there that is sort of conducive to where they like to live? Yeah, it's a, it's a totally different habitat down there. You know, you've got the uh, pine, the longleaf pine region of the state, which is sandy soil. Uh, you've got a totally different understory um, as far as uh, the shrubs and potential food source for the bears. Um, so it, it's probably not as good a quality habitat as you see up in the Delta. Um, we have a lot of oaks and hickories and a lot of uh, things that, that the bears prefer. Um, and, you know, man, the, the as Adam can tell you, anybody that spent time in the woods down there, uh, the understory, if it's not say prescribed burned on a regular basis you can't walk (laughs) you know the the yaupon the gallberry and everything is just so thick uh but you know the bears make it through there they uh 
they've got their little trails through there but but really the habitat for bears is better uh in in really the bottomland hardwoods i got to join richard and a crew uh going to the delta last year around march to work up a few bear cubs and he's right the stuff that these bears den up in and live in <laughs> we're climbing over pushed over logs and all kinds of stuff it's not that cartoon image of a bear in a cave or anything like no, that it's, it's a whole all. lot different than what i was expecting yeah. with my uh my camera following these uh wildlife <laughs> yeah. boys around the the woods but it, it's it's something it's something to see for sure keith and Vaden says i know there are bears in blackhawk i've seen them Where's Blackhawk? Black where's that? I don't know. Uh, rings a bell. Where's Blackhawk? Maybe he'll let us know. Saw several bears here in Winston County the last few years. Also okay. on the text line. We're getting more reports of the Winston County area. Hmm. In fact, in the past, you know, eight to ten years, we're getting more reports, and I say reports documented on trail cameras and, and that sort of thing. Of the bears moving, say from the east, I mean, excuse me, from the west, the Mississippi River, toward the central part of the state. Um, not as many as in the central or north central, like Winston County up through there, but more so in recent years. And then also the, the population down south, we know for a fact that uh, bears are moving in from lower Alabama. Hmm. They have a, a growing population in kind of north of the Mobile area in that mobile river basin uh and we know that some of those bears cross into mississippi uh so actually except for the bears are moving in mississippi from the east west moving up from the south uh we're getting a few reports uh more reports on the northern counties uh, in fact my counterpart with tennessee wildlife resource agency contacted me a couple of years ago and said uh you know, we're getting more reports in the Memphis area or just, hmm. you know, that, that area just, you know, uh, north of the state line. And how about you guys? So, hey, as a matter of fact, we are picking up a few. So <laughs> They're crossing the bridge right yeah. there <laughs> in Memphis. <laughs> Blackhawk is between Carrollton and Lexington, just oh, yeah. south of Greenwood is what okay. listeners yeah. are saying. Yeah, so. we are. Yeah, we're getting a few reports from, yeah, uh, Carroll, uh, Grenada counties, right there. there. Yeah. Interesting. So the department's been radio collaring as well, so Bear, right. is that correct? And how many have you collared? Yeah. Well, uh, for many years, I'd say probably going back about 12 years ago, we had quite a number of radio collared. Then kind of the the Black Bear program was on hiatus for, for a few years. We're back up and going again, and uh, right now we, had, we only have three radio collared. Um, all females, and uh, which is really kind of what uh, these radio collars, GPS collars we use, cost about eighteen eighteen hundred bucks a piece. So uh, we're kind of selective on the bears we put them on, and uh, really the females are what drive the the recolonization uh, of the or the expansion of the bear population in the state. We could put a radio collar on on a young male bear. And it could end up 200 miles away, wandering all over the place. Well, we know that young black bears wander everywhere. Yeah. The females are kind of what drive any kind of expansion or any kind of recolonization. Because when the uh, when the young bears leave their mother at about a year and a half old, 
the males just kind of start wandering they they'll go anywhere and everywhere and uh but the females tend to settle within almost overlapping or the same home range as their mother the female so they just barely move so hmm. when you're talking about a bear population kind of expanding its range it's very very incremental um Again, it's because those females just barely move away from mom. So those are the ones we like to target for radio collaring just to to see where they're going. Hmm. So what about the MSU hair snare project before we go to break here? Yeah, that's a a project we're pretty excited about uh, with Mississippi State. We've had cooperative bear research going on with them for probably close to 15 years, maybe longer. Uh, a new professor up there and one of her students is working on a project, uh, and this is something that's done uh, a lot of places to get a better handle on uh, on the genetics, individual identification. And basically, in a nutshell, uh, you're, you're picking survey sites, you're going in and wrapping two strands of barbed wire around a making a corral, so to speak, around a, a three or four trees, uh, hanging a bait in it, putting a pile of sticks in it with a with a scent lure hmm. to attract uh, the bears. The idea is that the bear will go cross through there, and it snags, the barbed wire will snag hair off of the bear itself. I got you. They go back in once a week, check the hair, and you can identify not on the kind of the population origin of the bear, but after a while, individual bears. So that helps them get a better a scientific uh, Interesting. census yeah. of what's there. We'll take a break. We'll come back with more discussion about bears in Mississippi on Mississippi Outdoors Radio. Since the current pandemic struck Mississippi, thousands of nurse practitioners have answered the call. We're here for you. Nurse practitioners provide over two-thirds of all primary care, reaching our most impoverished communities. We're here for you. Nurse practitioners spend time understanding their patients' needs and save Medicaid and Medicare millions. We're here for you. But current laws limit how nurse practitioners can help your community. Let your local legislator know how much nurse practitioners mean to you. Paid for by the Mississippi Association of Nurse Practitioners. Practitioners. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents. And Doug. Okay, class, let's bump it up to nine. Come on, Limu, keep pedaling. We gotta build our endurance to let more people know that Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance. So you only pay for what you need. Pick up the pace, bird legs! Hey! Don't talk to Lemu like that! I'm not, I'm talking to you! Liberty, 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 Liberty. Get a customized quote at LibertyMutual.com. 
Carter Jewelers is giving away roses and kisses with every jewelry purchase. And when you draw your Hershey's Kiss, you receive extra discounts up to 30% pending on the color of your kiss. These additional kiss discounts apply to all the jewelry in our stores, including jewelry with second and third markdowns, all engagement rings, loose diamonds, and hundreds of pieces of fine jewelry marked down under $100 and under $200. These kiss discounts also come with a half dozen roses from our friends at Greenbrook Flowers during this massive clearance sale, which add up to incredible savings store-wide. We have 18 months interest-free financing, layaway, and no credit check financing. Thank you to our friends who have voted us Best of Jackson for the last three years with the Jackson Free Press. So kiss discounts up to 30% off free roses as Carter Jewelers at the corner of State and High Street, downtown Jackson, and the Pemberton Plaza in Vicksburg. Realtors and homeowners, listen up. When it's time to buy, sell, or most importantly, move, that's when you call Two Men in a Truck. Let us take the worry out of moving so you can focus on what's important. Visit twomenandatruck.com. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org, make a donation, and help change a life today. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A $15 minimum wage may sound good at first, but imagine the impact it would have on you if you owned a small business. What people don't understand is, I mean, we have people in our restaurant that make $15 an hour. We have some people make more, some people make a little less. But what happens, so the people who are making $10, $11 an hour now, minimum wage goes up to 15 Then those people at 10 or 11 get 15 Well, the people that were at 15 you got to take them up to 20 or wherever it is. Robert St. John owns several restaurants in Mississippi. He says he believes upping the minimum wage to $15 an hour would wipe out independently owned restaurants in this part of the country. Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman explains how a bill passed by the Senate last week could benefit new teachers. In this instance, they'll start to get $1,000, $2,500, $3,000 from the state of Mississippi to pay off their debt, which averages over $30,000 for a young teacher. Before your next trip into the great Mississippi outdoors, make sure you stop by your neighborhood Gateway Tire and Service Center, where we go the distance for you. No matter where the road takes you, Kenda has a tire designed for your journey. On the road, on the trail, or on the racetrack, you can count on Kenda quality. For the past 50 years, Kenda's been building a better tire for life's most demanding activities. Actually, they overbuilt them to ensure you succeed safely in everything you do. Stop by any Gateway Tire and Service Center near you for the largest selection of Kenda tires in Mississippi. While you're there, don't forget Gateway's ASC certified mechanics are trained to diagnose and repair your car or truck with honest customer service. Gateway Tire and Service Centers offers lube oil and filter changes, engine diagnostics, belts, hoses, brakes, wheel alignment, and of course tires, just like Kenda. Designed for your journey. Gateway Tire and Service Centers supports Mississippi outdoors. And of course, we go the distance for you. Thousands of Bulldog fans have subscribed to the Thunder and Lightning podcast. 
have you. On each episode, Brian Haydad and Joel Coleman give you an inside look at your Mississippi State Bulldogs. The Thunder and Lightning podcast is free and available on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Thunder and Lightning on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Thunder and Lightning from Supertalk Mississippi. Covering the Bulldogs like no one else. Mississippi Outdoors Radio, Richard Rummel, black bear biologist, Adam Butler, Josh Carver, also with the MDWFP in the studio. So, Richard, got a couple of questions here on the C Spire text line. What do they eat, these bears? Uh, in Mississippi bears, well, black bears in general, about 90 to 95% of their diet is plant material or vegetation. Uh, this time of year, early spring, uh, they're eating grasses, uh, a lot of, you know, wheat fields and stuff like that um just forbs grasses uh as spring and summer comes on they're switching to berries fruits and berries blackberries beauty berries uh, primarily that in the fall acorns hickory nuts that sort of thing so really the only animal matter they eat uh They'll tear open logs, rotten logs, and get grubs and ants and that sort of thing. Uh, they do eat a small amount of carrion. If they will find if they find a dead animal or something, they will eat that. Uh, but it's primarily uh, plant material. Hmm. Also, what about Tishomingo County up in the northeastern uh, part of the state? Do they uh, Are they in existence up there? No, not that – I mean, it, if – somebody knows of any or reports or anything would love to know about it but uh but we've not i don't think ever gotten reports i know in recent years since i've been over the program we haven't gotten any jay from the res on the ceasefire tax line wants to know how many cubs can a female have at once uh normally two is two to three is normal but uh one of the females that uh crossed over in the mississippi from louisiana in uh, Wilkinson County, had five cubs. Wow, which is almost unheard of. Hmm. Uh, a healthy female, older female that you may have three or four, or typically four, uh, but typically in Mississippi we'll have two, two to three cubs. So Jim in the Delta wants to know: Will we have a bear hunting season? He says Louisiana has one. No, they don't yet. Uh, they're they're looking at their data. Um, and you know it's hard to say. I, I know up in some parts of the Delta, some of the the larger hunting clubs we work on and have and done research on for years, um, kind of half serious, half joking with us. Sometimes ask when we're going to let them shoot a bear or two. Um, you know, it, it's a little early for that. 
uh, we're still getting information. Uh, this project with MSU that I mentioned a while ago is going to give us a lot of um, information, better information on on numbers of individuals, um, where they're coming from, and, and just the whole um, outlook for, for bear expansion in the state. But, you know, I think at some point... Uh, I'm I'm 65, so it may not be in my lifetime. But I, you know, I think there's I think there'll be a bear season in Mississippi at some point. How's but, the population? But Louisiana does not now. They're they're looking at it. Okay, uh, and they have they have a, a population probably around 800 bears, uh, hmm. and they've done decades of research there with LSU. Um, yeah. So. Michael, the mailman says they love to get the larvae out of honeybee hives. Yes. They do. People think they're going after the honey, but they're going after the larvae. How about there. that? Um, and, and really, you know, we get calls about that from beekeepers. Uh, really about the only – if if you have beehives in an area where bears occur, about your only uh, hope is electric fencing around them. They are – it's very effective around beehives. It's very effective around a lot, a lot of situations, campgrounds and other things where, where bears occur, even grizzly bears. Uh, but for hives, uh, electric fencing is, is the answer. So to people who are afraid of bears, what would you say to them? Uh, for the most part, bears, black bears, are not aggressive. Um, they kind of want to be left alone if given the opportunity. Um, people that live in areas or, or recreate hunting areas where there are bears uh, may not ever see one. Bears have a very good sense of hearing, very good eyesight. If they hear something coming, hear someone coming, uh, they're going to slip on off into the woods. Uh, I would say count yourself lucky if you do see one. Um, um, Again, it, it's it's part of our wildlife heritage uh, that were almost completely decimated. It was thought back in the uh, in late or the mid '30s when um, when our agency was first formed that there were maybe a dozen bears left in the state. Hmm. Um, so they're coming back. But for, uh, what you want to do is is don't always give a bear an escape route if you happen to accidentally. Uh, walk in an outbuilding or something or a barn and, and a bear happens to be in there get out of its way most of the time they all they want to do is is to get away as far as uh just giving in an escape route um if you're walking or hiking or anything in the woods and see one just make sure the bear sees you you hmm. know talk wave your arms and just let it uh see you and know that you're human hmm. um and uh and enjoy the enjoy the um, time that you get to see the bear. You just don't want the exit path to include you on the no, path. No, and, 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 you know, we get people see posts on Facebook, and we get them sent to us a lot of times, so particularly a deer hunter up in a tree stand, and um, he's he's filming with a cell phone, a bear, or a bear and, and a couple of cubs walking down below, and then, you know, the bear sniffing and smelling and sniffing and uh, getting curious, and next thing you know, the bear's climbing up the ladder stand and, and is right in the in the hunter's face. And we strongly discourage that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, most time, the hunter's got a snack in his pocket, whether it be a honey bun or granola bar or something. Bears are uh, can smell real well, and they're very curious. 
So they're going along, they smell something, they just go up that ladder. So uh, huh. if you want to film that, that bear and, and cubs or something for a minute, but if it starts to make a move toward the ladder, you know, yell, throw something at it, just just don't let it get up there. Because most of the time it gets up there and it's it's as surprised as you are, you know. And sure. You know, you're sitting up there in camo and trying not to and trying to be still and everything, and this and old black just, bear comes and yeah. says hello. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what What about your house and trash and so forth? Can they be a nuisance as far as that's concerned? Is there something you can do to kind of keep that? Yeah, down to a minimum? the main thing in, in 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 resolving any kind of potential conflict with bears uh, is what we call preventative measures, and that and that's like uh, securing your garbage preferably in a garage or some kind of outbuilding or something or if if you don't have a say a bear resistant garbage container yeah um uh bird feed uh bird feeders if there's a bear a lot of times it's a bear just coming through an area you know and it may check be checking out your yard because it's hungry they think with their stomach they're looking for an easy meal so they're looking at, at bird feeders if you get if you know there's a bear in the area, take down your bird feeder for about a week. Um, garbage is a little more hands-on to manage on a daily basis because uh, once bears find out uh, there's garbage there, same with pet food. If you happen to feed your dog or cat on the back deck or something, don't leave it out overnight. Uh, bears are like a big raccoon. They find it one <laughs> night, they're going to be back the next night. Jim from Ripley asks, can they be a threat to livestock and pets? Generally not. Um, we have never documented in Mississippi. I'm not saying it hasn't occurred uh, any uh, any depredation on livestock, and I've only heard of a couple in Louisiana on on calves, some like uh, newborn calves. I got you. Um, pets, they can be, uh, and and I say that they're they're not like coyotes. I mean. Coyotes are menace on house cats and that sort of thing. Bears in generally aren't. Generally, uh, if a bear's walking through your yard at night and your dog's and starts barking, a bear's either going to run off or he's going to go up a tree. Um, I had a, a call several years ago, a fellow that had his dog on a chain, just staked out and on a chain, and he fed him that way, and he came out there, and there was a bear uh, of course, the dog was trying to defend. It. He had his food bowl there. Sure, <laughs> like anything, he's sure. going to defend it. And the bear swatted him. It didn't kill him, but you know. Huh. Um, so you know, for the most part, they're they're not a danger. Uh, uh, now, I've, I will say this: we, chickens have have been. We have gotten more uh, reports on bears getting in a chicken yard. Huh. Uh, and that goes back to hot wiring again, gotcha. uh, I was, as I was talking about the uh, the beehives a while ago. To wow. be effective, hot wire around a chicken coop. <laughs> How big can they get from the bears? Yeah, the bears, not the chickens. Uh, <laughs> we got about a, we got about a minute. Okay, want to hold that until we come back? Sure. We'll come back with a final segment on Mississippi Outdoors Radio. Stay with us.
Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley Specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. Rogers Dev Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dabs fleet. Call the Rogers Dabs business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dabs Chevrolet. Find new roads. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land. And just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. In the house, my friend Lee Garland of EXP. What's happening, Lee? 2020 was an incredible year. We've sold hundreds of houses. As a matter of fact, and thank you, you took care of a family member. What was so unique about selling that home was the buyer who bought it, bought it sight unseen. They bought it from the videos, photos, and drone footage that we shot. They did not actually step foot in the house until the week before closing. Share with us some of the other advantages of the marketing campaign. One of the things that we do is we give sellers options. We give them the option of assurance, convenience and the ability to get top dollar on their property. If the seller needs the assurance that their house is going to sell, we can guarantee that sale. If it doesn't sell at the end of the listing agreement, we'll buy it. And that's what makes you guys the leader in the market. We are the number one team in central Mississippi. We spend more money marketing properties than anybody else. We have an advertising budget of almost a half a million dollars where the average agent only spends 250 to $500 a month. Go to LeeWillBuyIt.com or call us at 601-983-1130. This is Jake Mangum for Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. One of the most underrated attributes in baseball is determination. It's one thing to want to do something and another altogether to get it done. That's why I love the team at Farm Bureau. They get the job done every single time. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. 
heading to the coast to hit the casinos or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days when you drive to the coast tune to 106.3 casino radio for all casino promotions and exciting things to do while you're there and it's not just casinos casino radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one from all of the great restaurants nightlife recreation and more casino radio has it all so when you're on the coast discover everything that's happening from 106.3 casino radio Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Welcome back, everyone. Mississippi Outdoors Radio. Each week on the program, we feature one of the great Mississippi state parks. This week, we're calling attention to Waldoxie State Park in Holly Springs, Mississippi. It offers an abundance of outdoor recreational opportunities in a setting rich in natural beauty. The park is centered around a 60-acre spring-fed lake where you can catch bass, brim, crappie, or catfish. In addition to fishing, they have a 2.5-mile hiking trail, playing fields, picnicking, and disc golf. They also have availability for weddings, receptions, group functions with group dorms and dining. The University of Mississippi and Mississippi State are just 25 minutes away, making Waldoxie the perfect place to spend a sporting weekend and one of their 10 cabins or 64 RV campsites. You can make a reservation by visiting our website at www.mdwfp.com or calling 1-800-467-2757, or you can call the park directly at 662-252-4231. Don't forget, you can purchase an annual park permit for $50, and that will give you access to all the state parks for a year. Waldoxie State Park. Holly Springs, Mississippi. So, on the ceasefire text line, my great aunt lived in East Tennessee. I've seen her run bears off the porch with a broom for eating her cat's food. <laughs> That's it. They'll do it. <laughs> Good for her. Yeah, yeah we, we suggest bring the cat food in at night. But, but and keep your broom handy. Yeah. So, we have one question. This is interesting. Why, why do we need bear here? Just like the alligator, they're a nuisance animal. Do you see it that way? Uh, I don't, but I can see how some people do. They just, you know, as I mentioned a while ago, that bears are part of our wildlife heritage. To have bears coming back is a sign that there's a healthy ecosystem. There, that you know, we're doing something right with the with the habitat. Um, years ago, thirty years ago, or something, you know, longer that longer ago than that, when you went through the Mississippi Delta, you hardly saw any woods and. Uh, through you know federal uh, subsidy programs, uh, borderland or marginal farmlands have been put back in trees and, and habitat, not only for bears but deer, turkey, quail, all our all sure. our game species. Um, you know, we think it. You know, they're they're a wildlife resource, just like deer. Sure, you can't hunt them right now. Uh, 
down the road, as I mentioned. I think it's quite possible. Um, and, and as I mentioned, too, I, I, I use the alligator as an example a lot of times with people. Uh, you know, for many years it was an endangered species as well, received endangered species protection uh, after so many years. Uh, states like Louisiana and Florida started opening limited hunting season. Yeah. We did. I think we're in our 13th year maybe now, uh, Mississippi, with a limited hunting season. So you protect an animal and it starts you know, rebuilding its population and coming back. Uh, bear's not going to come back as quickly as the alligator because you know they'll they'll have a nest full of <laughs> full of eggs, yeah. uh, as opposed to a couple of babies every other year. Um, but mm. it's all part of our, our wildlife resources. And so, is the population stabilized? What's the trend been the last few years with bears? Yeah, it, it, it's definitely increasing. Uh, and I say increasing. You don't. You don't. It's hard to get a good handle on it. Uh, but we know we're, we're getting reports. We're getting documentation of females with cubs in, in counties that we haven't in, you know, 30 years, yeah. maybe. Uh, they're moving away from those, uh, say, river counties along the Mississippi River and moving toward the, the center of the state. Um, so it's it's there, it's naturally expanding slowly. Uh, I will say this. I, I run into people often that say, well, you know, if y'all hadn't brought those bears in here and released them, you know, da-da-da-da-da, uh, we've never brought any bears in and released them. Mainly the expansion uh, in, in the eastern part of the state, excuse me, the western part of the state are bears that have come in from Arkansas and Louisiana with pretty healthy populations over there. Um, but but we have never brought any bears in. Josh, we got Hines County Rabbit Hunt. Black bear research, Kapai County bass fishing as topics when the, with the right. final so few that's minutes for here. The, uh, Mississippi Outdoors TV show this Thursday night at 7.30 on MPB. Um, it'll re-air this Saturday night at 5.30, uh, but you can always catch old shows and this week's show on our YouTube channel, Facebook, all that type of stuff. We post them there. So if you like the conversation about black bears today, just just tune in this week and catch up on some black bear research on uh, mississippi outdoors TV. very good quick last question yes or no richard are bears susceptible to lyme disease from ticks or rabies uh lyme disease probably not rabies they can be i i, I know of a half a dozen cases of rabies ever gotcha. ever recorded and that's grizzly bears polar bears black bears gotcha it's been fascinating. Appreciate that, yep. uh, all Enjoy the updates there and the insight. Thanks, gentlemen, for joining us. Adam Butler, Josh Carver, Richard Rummel with the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. Don't forget, we'll be remote tomorrow, right, uh, Rhino, at uh, Nandy's Candy. Dave Hughes will be hosting that. Stay safe. God bless, everyone. Mississippi Media Production.